0: So this story is pretty crazy. Apparently, some lady was at the Capitol with I think, with, with her husband, and they never actually went inside the building. When they were flying back, something happened. I don't know if this was on their way back, but they were on an Alaskan Airlines flight, apparently weren't wearing masks. So they got into it with one of the staff members and got booted off and banned from the airline. Apparently then, someone from Alaska Airlines tipped off the FBI, making claims that these people were the ones who stormed the Capitol, and then the, I guess, or some of the people who did. And then the FBI, because this woman is of the right, or a similar age or whatever, decided to raid her home looking for Nancy Pelosi's laptop. It's a really weird story. And if you just look at the photos of the woman they're claiming was involved in stealing the laptop, and this lady in Alaska, you can clearly tell they're not the same person. So what is going on? How has the, the FBI not figured out who stole the F, who stole the laptop yet, How have they not figured out who was laying pipe bombs around, around DC that day? Yet they're able to track down some of these, you know, bumbling dotards who, who walked into the, into the Capitol building. Maybe it's just low hanging fruit. Maybe the reason the FBI goes after garage pull rope is because it's easy. You ain't got to do anything. Yeah, we're going to go show up and then uh, we're done with work and trying to figure out who actually stole something. Maybe that's really hard. Well, we'll talk about this. It's kind of a weird story, but we're going to be chilling today. It's a chill day. It's not a, not a big news day. We're talking about uh, Dogecoin, which is skyrocketing, and Bitcoin, crypto, and uh, just the state of social media, free speech, and uh, you know, with stories like this and the FBI. I gotta say, it's, it's it's been a bit of a pessimistic past couple of weeks. But we'll we'll break all this down. Maybe all these people will become Dogecoin millionaires, or maybe Dogecoin is proof the system is just crumbling before our eyes because people are getting rich off of a meme. If you put a thousand dollars in a Dogecoin in January. You would have $1,021,000 uh, right now. Something is wrong with the economy, if that's the case. I'll tell you that. So uh, joining us today, of course,
1: is Bill Ottman. Hey, hey. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, everyone. Great to be here. I'm Bill, co-founder of Minds. And uh, yeah, Tim and I have been been rocking along for a few years now, just uh, working on yeah, changing the world, man. And you
2: And, and Ian, of course yeah bill contacted me 2011 or something and saw some of my crazy youtube videos was like hey help me start a new social network
1: you seem like a crazy guy (laughs) he had goggles (laughs) on they had were like holographic goggles yeah it 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 lets you see like a fly it
2: lets you see like a fly sees it has like 40 each each lens is like broken into 40 little lenses so you see this fractal and when you look at a light you know why flies like the light because you see 40 lights with one eye it really draws you in there are four lights there are 40 lights. <laughs> Ian them. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And I'm in the corner. We're going to have a fun conversation tonight. Not as heavily news-focused. It'll be great.
0: I have an amazing announcement. My friends, if you go to TimCast.com, become a member, click this big old members-only button, and guess what? You can now sign up with Stripe. Yay. It's really, really easy. You go to the site. It says you can pay with Stripe. You just click Stripe. 10 bucks a month. Boom. It pops right up. Super easy to do. Stripe is really amazing. just way, way better. And then you can go to the members area. Get access to a ton of exclusive members-only segments. Become a member because in the event that we get shut down, YouTube censors us, restricts us, Facebook already uh, has on my other channels, you'll be able to find our content at TimCast.com. And when you become a member, I'll tell you what we're going to do with all that sweet, sweet $10 per month you give us, or more if you want to give more. We're going to invest in new shows and new content. We're going to invest in events. We're planning on doing... Probably weekly events at this point. We're going to start with a few monthly events, which means if you're someone who gives uh, at least 25 bucks a month, then you're going to get advance notice of when we put out tickets for events at the Cast Castle. You may have noticed we started the vlog recently, and so this precipitates the events we're going to be doing, which are going to be part of the vlog. So thank you for being members, helping us grow, and I'm I'm trying really, really hard. We're, I shouldn't I should say we're trying. We're working really hard on getting to the point where the shows aren't have nothing to do with me, right? So obviously, I've got my, my two other channels. We've got this show. we got the Cast Castle now. We're working towards slowly getting to totally independent shows, new podcasts with with new hosts and everything like that. And that's why we need your support. We want to build culture. That's the optimism right here that, you know, what we're doing is working. So we can be a bit pessimistic when it comes to these crazy stories about the economy, the dollar inflation, the FBI, Black Lives Matter riots. But uh, – Hey, we're doing something here, and uh, you guys who are members are doing are, are are helping out. But don't forget to like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, share the show if you if uh, share the show if, with your friends if you really like it. Seriously, click that share button, take that link, post it on Twitter or Facebook or wherever else. Let people know they can come hang out. Let's talk about this first really creepy story. It's it's a it's a really really creepy story because we have a bunch of different outlets that have reported this. Did agents raid the home of a wrong woman over January sixth riot? Maybe that's the creepiest thing about the maybe the story from the hour. Isn't the only outlet that said, maybe they did a bunch of other outlets did. I think even the AP was like, they might have, but if you go to Anchorage daily news, apparently one of the only outlets that actually looked into this story, they have a photograph of the woman during, during the January 6th rally in which Trump was speaking in DC and a photo of the woman, the FBI was actually looking for. Here's a funny thing. Okay. So maybe they're of similar age and their hair is kind of similar. The woman whose home was raided as they were looking for Nancy Pelosi's laptop was wearing a gray scarf and I guess some kind of like low cut or V or open neck shirt. And the woman they're actually looking for has big hoop earrings and is not wearing a gray scarf and has some kind of, I don't know, weird flower pattern shirt. Clearly not the same person. So how is it that the FBI hasn't been able to figure out who stole the laptop? They haven't been able to figure out who was planting pipe bombs. What are they doing? I guess tracking down bumbling dotards who walked in confused. So here's where it gets really crazy. Apparently, in this court filing, they mentioned that it was an, a, an Alaska Airlines employee who got into an altercation with these people because they weren't wearing masks. They got banned. And then I guess this is where it gets weird. Someone from Alaska Airlines looked up this woman's social media account, saw a post a few days later about being in D.C. on January 6th. Not in the Capitol, mind you, just not in the Capitol building, just there because Trump was giving was 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 rallying then called the FBI and tipped them off. And that was grounds for the FBI to go to Homer, Alaska and break this woman's door in and then go and search for a laptop. All right. Did they find it? Of course they didn't because this was the wrong woman. And now all these, these, these uh, outlets are saying like, maybe it was the wrong woman. Okay. You know what? Fine. Let's play the maybe game. Maybe this woman shows up in DC to hear Trump speak. And then everybody decides to go into the Capitol. So she takes off her jacket Take, puts on a uh, takes off her scarf throws it away puts on a totally different shirt attaches new earrings all within the span of a, you know a couple hours i guess while people are outside marching around i just find the whole thing just ridiculous and uh i don't know man it makes me a bit pessimistic because it feels like the doj at this point has become completely politicized and i'll tell you what, what, this this is going to sound totally unrelated but it really freaked me out we grilled today we made burgers they were delicious They were local farm burgers. Apparently, the local farms were telling us that, uh, or or so we we were told by local farmers, the FDA has put restrictions on their ability to sell beef until recently. And I'm like, I didn't hear that. How come that's not in the news? How come come these stories aren't in the news? It really does feel like a whole bunch of weird and wacky stuff is happening, right? You've got something going on with this, this Arizona audit of the election. The FBI flying to some woman's home in Alaska, desperate to find a laptop. They can't figure out where it is. We've got weird stuff with the dollar. I don't know, man. It all seems unrelated, but it's all to me. It's, it's indicative of like a rot in the foundation of the system. Yeah, when you
2: say weird things with the dollar, like it's terrifying, explosive inflation that's like devastating the economy, and that's not being talked about. So I'm not overly shocked that other weird stuff is going on too. It just feels like this it's breaking apart, dude. It's, uh, let's ring the alarms. The FBI can kick your door down if they think you're someone. Even if you just kind of look like somebody, is that, was that where we're at? I'm not surprised that, that they could do this. They can get a, a warrant from a judge and then go do it. It's just,
0: it's, it, I, I'm like, I'm just at this point where watching all this news every day. I mean, we were sitting here before we pulled up the story and I'm just like, I don't even care. I don't even, I don't, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Dude. It's, like, I can tell you a million and one things, but I can tell you one thing is that Antifa goes and throws rocks through windows and bashes skulls. Whatever happened to that, that old man in, in, in Kenosha got his head bashed in hmm. by some Antifa? Nobody get arrested for that? Nothing happened? Oh, but some lady gets her, gets her door kicked in. It's the so I, I, I see that. I see Chauvin. I see these, these, these cases. I see the juror lying. And I'm just like, who has confidence in the U.S. government at this point?
1: Aspects of it. What about what were you going to say? I mean, how do you decide what to pay attention to? Do you feel like you're feeding... like? because we are engineering you know consciousness Reality. by what we're covering what we're talking about and so but you like you need to go towards the rot but you kind of need to balance that out so i mean i'm reading the general
0: news right so when i when i look at news stories i'm looking at like all of these different stories and i'm ignoring a lot of things i think i you know things i don't care about so i don't know stories about celebrity gossip and a lot of stories about like some Instagram model wore a bikini to the beach and then it's like front page news and a bunch of outlets. Yeah. It gets clicks. I get it when it comes to cultural issues, political issues, I'm trying to see what is going on and and, and what matters most and what's having a big impact. But admittedly, I'm only able to look at what journalists are for the most part already doing. Now we are going to be launching a newsroom soon and we'll have a lot of, uh, we'll have some, we'll start, we're going to start doing our own original reporting, but that's why I was saying it's like I brought up the beef thing. It's seemingly unrelated. But I think it's a really good example of people not realizing that I think we're being distracted by a lot of this stuff. And what I mean is this FBI thing is scary. It's creepy. the, the, the An Alaska Airlines employee sending in a tip to the FBI about a woman because of a mask altercation. That's just like really creepy like stuff. Like what was she doing? Pulling up this woman's Instagram because she was mad at her or some, something like that. It's weird. And then the FBI goes and, and goes to her house and kicks the door and looking for Nancy Pelosi's laptop. This is like out of a bad action movie. So this is this this is some of the biggest news that you hear you hear the mainstream media talking about. What's going on with January sixth? Oh, they raided this woman's home, and it was like nineteen eighty four level snitch on your neighbor's stuff, which is just very strange. But then I hear this I, I hear this today when we're like we're, we're going we're like hey let's grab burgers and we'll and we'll and we'll, we'll we'll grill and have some burgers. They were delicious, by the way, local beef. And then apparently the farmers are like oh yeah we weren't allowed to uh, to actually sell any of this for a while. The FDA wouldn't let us. And I'm like,
1: what? Yeah, it's like raw milk. I mean, just No, but it's something to do right? with the lockdowns. Sometimes.
0: It was the lockdowns. It was COVID. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what, what, what I'm saying is we do have these really creepy weirdo stories in the mainstream media, and it's really frustrating, actually, when you hear, like, the juror in the Chauvin trial. Not only did he lie about the, the protest, he lied about his shirt. He's wearing the, 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 the George Floyd shirt, and he's like, oh, I don't remember wearing that. And there's a video of him wearing it from a different time, from, like, months earlier or, like, months later or something like that. And so – you see, we see all this stuff, and that's like where the focus is when it comes to politics. But we're not paying attention to is regulatory stuff. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Have, have, have you noticed there's a, a huge shortage of a ton of different goods? First of all, lumber is already Lumbering. expensive. Steel is expensive. Food is skyrocketing. But Bacon. it's not just that. Yeah, bacon's going going up. We couldn't find it. You couldn't find bacon?
3: Yeah, we went to Costco the other day and we couldn't find any bacon. And we're like, what's That's going it. on?
0: Okay. That's we're it. in trouble. It's That's all when over.
1: things get real is when you <laughs> no. can't find the stuff. Yeah. I'll tell you what
0: I did. I ordered a bunch of bacon. I put it in our deep freezer. There smart. you go. Smart. Yeah, because, you know, when the apocalypse comes, should they say in the, in the, in the land of a broken economy, the man with bacon is king. <laughs> I want a I, I could
1: see a pig here, to be honest. A pig? Oh, yeah. I really could. No, oh, I love a pig. They're like dogs, kind of. Yeah, really nice. Ian smart. will get way too attached. Dude, you would be my best friend. A yeah, pig. just get a pig and don't kill it. No. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll just keep it around; it'll be good. No, it's
0: just it's just it's it's weird stuff that people aren't paying attention to. Uh, I tried buying cat food; couldn't do it. Well, why? It took like a look like a month and a half, two what? months to get cat food. Wow.
2: Yeah, so uh, we ended up getting this cat food that Bucko doesn't like. Aww. This reminds me of if this if we were living on the Titanic, and this is the part of the movie where they're like. Uh, this is when everyone should be getting on lifeboats, but we don't have enough lifeboats, so don't freak everybody out because there'll be a mad dash and people will Jeez. smash and kill you. So they're not telling us to get on the lifeboats. I've got huge news. Oh what? Do you guys remember when Crowder
0: sent me that gun? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna tell everybody the story of what happened with 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 Crowder sending me this gun. Actually, yeah. Uh, 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 let me let me let me let me let me. I'll get into the story. But let me just say a, a few things. I got too excited there. And I'll just say <laughs> I got to lead into it better than that. Instead of just going like, oh, it's good oh. though. Exciting. I'm really excited. Okay, I'm hold on. It. Hold on. Ian's right. Uh, so I got concerned about the riots in, in, in you know when we were in the Philly area because it's this is the craziest thing about New Jersey. I've talked about it before. It's a, a duty to retreat even from your own home. Like seriously, if you are in your house in New Jersey, they say it's a partial castle doctrine state. And so I'm like, okay, what does that mean? It means if someone breaks into your home, and you can escape, you have to leave your house. And I'm like, but go, go where? And it's only if it's completely safe. And so then you got to argue to a court why it was, like complete. It was, it was a totally safe. Or, or I'm sorry, it has to be like, in order to be totally safe. You have to leave. If there's some risk to you by doing it, then they could argue mm. that you should have stayed in your home or whatever. But if you can safely leave your home, you have to. So I'm like, I don't want to be in this stuff. I remember going to the stores and seeing all the shortages and everything and then thinking, like, man, should we be preppers? Because it's funny. People like to make fun of the preppers, but the preppers don't care. I don't know if you guys have seen, like, prepper videos recently. Mm-mm. Yeah, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't care what the media says about them. They're just like, whatever, I don't care. You know, I've got I got a bunch of toilet paper while you guys are fighting over yeah, it. Yeah,
1: they're living a great life growing food. I mean, why and preparing Growing and food, just,
0: living on farms, yeah. and I don't know if they think the world's going to end tomorrow, but hey man, the dollar is uh, is 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 in pretty bad shape. But let me let me so let me let me tell you now. Let me let me now that I've uh, built the suspense up a little bit enough <laughs> to talk about this 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 crowder thing. I got a big update on that gun, that crowder was supposed to send me. So, this is like over a year ago. I think it was over a year ago.
3: Yeah, it was.
0: I went on Loud Earth Crowder, and I don't think I had a gun at this point. I was, like, doing the paperwork to get one. And so Stephen was like, Dim buddy, we're getting you a gun. And he's like, we're going to send you the SIG M400. You know, it's the Cadillac of guns. And I'm like, awesome, dude. Thank you so much. And then everybody wanted to know what happened to it. And just it, no one ever heard about I've never talked about it. I've never showed it. There's no Instagram photos. Just just never happened. Well, here's what happened. There apparently was only one gun shop in New Jersey that could do the modifications to make it New Jersey legal because New Jersey is a horrible state for firearms. And so Crowder's uh, team ended up sending it to the one shop that could take it. The only problem, it was about 70 miles away from where we were. And that would mean driving for about an hour and a half in, in, in the middle of a day where I'm working mornings and nights and on weekends and I couldn't do it. I'd have to drive up there, fill out the NICS background check form drive back home, wait three to five days because I was on a delay list, then drive back and do it again. I'm like, I can't do that. Like I got a company to run. I got shows to do. There's no point in the day which I could leave and go do this. So I told Crowder, I was like, look, I got sent to a you know a shop that's too far away from me. I can't go get it. Well, I got a phone call today and the shop calls me and they're like, it's been, uh, you know, we're cleaning out the storage room. It's been about a year and we found uh, this, this gun and it's for you I got I got a voicemail. I didn't re- I, I didn't listen to it until afterwards. But I I got the miss mis- call and I call and they're like, yeah, you know, we're cleaning up the shop and we realized we had this gun sitting here for almost a year. Do you still want it? And I was like, wow, I do want it. Can you send it to my FFL? And they were like, sure thing. So I'm finally getting oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Woo. I I checked the voicemail and there was it was like this woman and she was like, if it's been sitting here for a year and we're supposed to charge you five bucks a day for how long it's been sitting here, but. You know, whatever. If you don't want it, then we're gonna start charging you now. But calls back, and I was like, sure. And I called him back. And the problem was when we were in New Jersey, they had to do a bunch of modifications to it. And I was like, I can't pick this up. And then, you know, they, I guess they theoretically could have modified it or then shipped it out or whatever. But I, it just just fell off. So it's gonna it's gonna I'm be surprised out they here. didn't
1: say we can't ship it for some stupid reason.
0: No, they were totally cool. Yeah, yeah, shout out. They were they were really cool, and they were like, no, we got you, man. Don't worry about it. And so I guess the issue was when we were when we were there. It needed to be modified for New Jersey, which was going to cost money. And then – but now we're, now we're not. Now we're uh, essentially between like uh, Maryland and West Virginia. And so it's What gonna, was the modification? Oh, dude. New Jersey has got like crazy rules about what you can or can't have on a gun. It's just so arbitrary. It's, it's like so – minimal. They have to make it so that when you, when you pull the trigger – a flag comes out with, it's red and it says bang on it. Oh, Otherwise, loot. it's not Ooh, okay, legal. Yeah, that's yeah, it's the only legal way to get a gun. <laughs> that makes more sense so. in New Jersey. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. Does, yeah. <laughs> so we're getting it, and, uh, anyway, I got all excited because, uh,
2: Unmodified?
0: fully, yeah, unmodified? fully unmodified. Nice. It's going to be, it's going to be like as it, as the SIG 400 comes looking up. i looking forward to seeing this thing. I've never even seen a picture of it. Uh,
2: yeah, supposedly it's a cool gun.
3: Looks like a gun. I think uh, you know, it was
2: supposed to be my first, I guess, and now it's gonna be oh. like my thirtieth. So, <laughs> I, I want, I want to circle back, as Jen Saki would say to uh this this metaphor earlier i was talking about about us looking for lifeboats like how the government's kind of distracting us or how we're being distracted by the media when it's time to get in the lifeboats yes we're being distracted but i want to clarify my point i don't don't, i'm not necessarily uh saying it was intentionally misleading us yeah it may not maybe i think
0: everybody is hyper focused on the same thing and we're all staring off to our left and meanwhile meanwhile on the right like there's a volcano erupting
2: this is I have so many, so many things to say about it. I want to read this Nietzsche quote. This is, um, when Nietzsche was talking about the abyss, he said, Beware that when fighting monsters, you yourself do not become a monster. For when you gaze long into the abyss, the abyss gazes also into you. Yes. And that's a big part of, uh, you know, the weight of, of being a journalist and doing things like what we're doing is we cover dirty, nasty, painful things to hear about and to think about. And it can make you angry. It can make you edgy and, and lose, focus on how to fix situations. You know, when you, when you're surrounded by problems all the time. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, sorry, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, continue.
3: Okay. I was just going to say that Michael Tracy just tweeted something about uh, a, an article about journalists who are freaking out and breaking down constantly and crying. And I was like, that's because they steeped themselves in the anti-Trump bubble and they were just stewing in it, all this TDS all the time. And it like broke their brains. And there was a journalist who commented, her name's like Katie or something. And she's like, my brain broke during the Trump election. I was like, dude, whose fault is that? Like, no one is making you dive into this stuff and just swim around in this cesspool of horrible thoughts about Donald Trump all the time, you know? Yeah. So you're right about that. Can
0: you right? imagine the nightmares these people were having? Oof. Dude, I'd love, I'd pay to see one of their nightmares. Well, soon <laughs> like, you'll be
2: able to if this neural net thing yes, right. is Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a
0: neural net thing that can, like, decode brain images, like what you're seeing, and then it trans, like transcodes it to, like, a visual, you know, approximation. I'm just imagining, you know, these people all day, every day, just... They, they they were talking about after Trump got banned they were celebrating, and a bunch of people like conservatives were like that's crazy they would celebrate the censorship of a sitting president. You got to understand. These people were talking about how they would wake up in the morning and then their phone would like they would have a, a shortcut to pull up Donald Trump's Twitter to read what he was saying all day every day it's all they ever did because their companies wanted them to do it. They are like we we got to write about what Trump is Trump is doing because Trump makes us money. Mm. I used to imagine these people having like you know we talked about this the other day Brian Stelter having a nightmare where he's like in an old rickety house and then he's like it's like there's like lightning strikes and then there's Trump <laughs> you can see him flashing and then he's like ah! and like, then when he runs out the back door it actually just transports him back into the front door and he's yeah. trapped in this house and there's Trump in the shadows these people were trapped in a Trump vortex
2: they, it's they, all, they became the demon ultimately yeah. when you want when you when a problem you know when all you focus on is the problem. It's, you, you can't live without it anymore. Like that's, that becomes part of your identity. Seems like that's what's happened and, and possibly is happening to people right now. Right. So, so I think it's both the, uh,
0: it's, it's, it's causing and a cause of the, the, uh, the crisis, the mm-hmm. culture war. So the more the crisis escalates in terms of the FBI raiding someone's home or Antifa setting buildings on fire. The more you will get, say, MSNBC lying about riots and then in turn conservatives saying the media is lying, they're fake news. And so it's just a a spiral that's spinning faster and faster and faster
1: with everyone trapped inside. Do you think the censorship of Trump is working to actually have people talk about it less? Um, Talk about Trump less? Talk about Trump less. I think it is kind of working.
0: I think Trump chose to kind of back off for a couple of months. Mm. That's the scary thing about
1: censorship is it does work. It's it can cool. work in an isolated system. So within the mainstream media network, the big tech social media network, I mean, yeah, you can stamp it out of those. But then, you know, it, it still has a life outside it's of deep. there. But it, it can be hidden. I don't think censorship works. That's, that's not true.
0: Donald Trump just wasn't doing anything for a few months. He was just playing golf. Then they started sending out emails again, and then all of a sudden, they kept talking about it again. And even when Trump wasn't saying things, they were still talking about Trump nonstop. They were impeaching the guy. Mm. They are the ones who don't want him to let him go. Now Trump launched from the desk of Donald Trump, and then people have created social media accounts that are just reposting what Trump is posting on his own site, and Twitter's
2: banning them all. Yeah. Probably because we're in a less isolated environment now with the internet. Because, like... The Romans, when they conquered the Gauls, this guy, Vercingetorix, like, they, they just basically stamped out all record of those people. They, Let, they, they censored it away, and Tartaria, and all this ancient Asian cultures that are just, we don't even know what they are, because they were erased Let's by let's, the let's
0: Let's clarify something real quick. When people say that censorship works, and you look at how it affects modern political discourse, it works in the sense that you hide certain things, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make them go away. So, has the, 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 the tensions between the culture war, uh, has it stopped? No, it's gotten substantially worse. But they banned all these right-wing individuals and these conservatives and these Trump supporters. Yeah, well, they still exist and they still believe things. What happened was these journalists are sitting on Twitter, rocking back and forth, like scratching their head until their skin, until they're bleeding. And then finally, Twitter says, we banned those people and they go, they're gone. Mm-hmm. They're finally gone. And they're just literally still sitting there. It's just all Twitter did was, like, pull down the blinds. Right. They're literally still there. No,
1: you can feel the cultural tension building up because of all this stuff. So it's the, – the pressure cooker is – Pressure cooker is on max. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's me worried, man. That's why I was like – that's why when you were talking about lifeboats, I thought about the, the gun and Crowder.
2: Yeah. The, the key is, I think, when you look at this Nietzsche quote and you really let it seep into you, if you stare at the problem all day, it will – you will become part of the problem. You have to to not – I mean it's good to know what the problem is, but you gotta find a solution. I don't uh I don't think it means you will become it's just be careful that you, you, you that don't. you don't. Right. Some great it people might. can probably stare into it their entire life and not become the demon. But I think there is a tendency to so
3: you know this Alaska Airline thing really unsettled me because it reminded me not of nineteen eighty four, which is technically fiction, but of actual historical <laughs> events like during the Soviet Union up those nice people who just silently sat by while their neighbors were rounded up they didn't want to think about politics they just wanted to go about their day and then they would turn in their own neighbors this is what gina carano got in trouble for she was right
2: i just heard um a number that said that in the soviet union two in five people were informants for the state
3: yes that meant that somebody in your family was an informant and you couldn't talk about anything so you're talk about censorship working get people in your family involved on the government payroll you see
0: you know why they had to round people up and send them to gulags in because the censorship wasn't working mm. that's true they had shut down any anti-state media
4: picture this you're driving on the open road taking in the beautiful views this country offers then out of nowhere you hear a noise and your car breaks down while still frustrating you feel protected because you have a plan through car shield CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to CarShield.com slash Carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20 percent. CarShield.com slash Carlson. That's CarShield.com slash Carlson.
0: it was all propaganda, but people still were talking and spreading information and then these informants would go to the state and be like, "Did you hear?" They, they were just saying these things. All right. Well, censoring him isn't working. Send him to the gulag. Got to excise them from sight. Was the only way, because when you when when you cut out a man's tongue, you are not proving him wrong. You are only proving you are scared of what he might say. Mm. That's a game. With, I'm pretty sure it's a game with Thrones uh, yeah, quotes. So. Yeah. Uh, what's the character? Uh, Tyrion.
3: Yeah, yeah. I thought.
1: Right quote. I thought you were saying today in your in your video about contrapoints was really interesting. How you know. Sort of the left is calling out the free speech warriors and the right is calling out the social justice warriors. But realistically, it's I think that those two things do exist and they're sort of both hypocritical on both sides. But then there are elements of the right and left and center who are more nuanced. And I think that that's where we all hope that we sit. But it's like the I think that both sides are right. To a Not, certain degree. Sure, sure. But you look at the New York Times data. They recently
0: did this thing where they said 38% of Democrats are in a bubble, surrounded only by Democrats, no exposure to, to conservatives. But it's something like 19% of Republicans are in a bubble with no exposure to Democrats. So that means that there are conservatives who overlap uh, – conservatives are less likely – to be in a bubble and not understand Democrats, it makes sense. Because the, the old saying is that uh, conservatives think liberals are misguided, but liberals think conservatives are evil. To your point, here's what we see. There is a rule when you in the culture war when you look at the left that when a conservative gets censored, they laugh, they gloat, and they celebrate. Then you will see the rule on the right that people will immediately defend the conservatives who get censored. When the leftists get censored, it is a rule that they will scream, it is unfair, it's censorship, and the conservatives are claiming they're the ones getting banned. And it is still a rule that conservatives will defend the left when they get censored. So when the left gets censored, the right and the left scream, censorship is wrong. When the right gets censored, the left laughs and mocks the right, and the right says this is wrong.
1: You don't think there are elements of the right that laugh when people on the left get banned because they think it's like karma? That's different. Yeah.
0: So it's one thing when the left says, dude, Facebook's a private business. If they want to ban you, they're allowed to. And then a conservative goes, <laughs> you got banned. I thought you said it was a private business. Serves you right. There's a difference. But there are people on the right. That's why I said it's it's. uh, uh the exception on the left are those who would defend a conservative when they're censored. Mm. And the exception on the right is those who would mock the left when they Absolutely. get censored.
1: Absolutely, Yeah, I think that's a good ratio.
0: And then there's the disaffected liberals and moderates who are pretty principled straight through.
1: I mean, the reality is that it's hard to defend free speech in an absolute sense. It's because you're put into a position where you're defending horrible ideas. It's like this burden that you have to carry around. I constantly f- feel that. But you have to just keep walking because you, we we don't have anything other than our principles, but then you know I'm not even going to claim to be perfect because there there are exceptions. You know there are exceptions, which is the harsh reality. You know legality, there's legality, and then right. the free speech in the pure philosophical sense. There's law and there's philosophy.
0: It's 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 interesting in that we didn't necessarily have to deal with a lot of the creepy stuff on the internet when it came to public discourse, like. You know, people would go out in the street and they'd show pictures of like dead fetuses and stuff. And, but for the most part, you don't have people walking around with, you know, holding up big signs with like pornography and stuff on it. Now on social media, people can just spam a button and flood a network with garbage and crap. And that, that makes it really difficult for, for regular people to engage in a platform and have this kind of speech when they're drowned out. I suppose in reality though, the the issue might actually just be anonymity and, uh, or, or uh, a lack of proximity. Why won't someone show up to City Hall carrying, you know, big posters of, you know, pornography? Uh, Because they'd have to be there holding it themselves. And then people would see them and judge them and they'd feel bad and be worried about their access to resources. When it comes to social media, they use an anime avatar or, you know, a a cat person or something. And then they can post whatever they want. No one knows who they are.
1: Right. But the paradox is that when you're anonymous, you feel the true freedom to express what you want to Say because That's exactly what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. So people post weirdo pictures and creepy nonsense and garbage, and they flood the
1: zone with trash. But so so it's simultaneously the problem, but it's also what gives us free speech. Because when you have anonymity, like, yeah, it causes people to go crazy and, like, sp- spam with, like, crazy, insane stuff. But it also is, like, a very important fundamental human right, I, like, arguably. If you anonymity, have a
2: totalitarian government and you need to, you know— organize uh, a response to it, and, you, and you, if you do it, if they know who you are, you're dead. Yeah. But if you have anonymity, you can do it functionally.
0: Yeah, like when Antifa went out and burned down, uh, burnt, set fire to vehicles and threw bricks yeah. through windows, and the cops couldn't do anything about it because they were all wearing masks. Exactly. It's
2: true. But I was thinking more about the Arab Spring, but yes, for good or ill, you can yeah. organize safely with anonymity. I, I'm into... Every, um,
0: history is written by the victors,
2: man. Do, uh, the... In, in
0: these countries where they have these revolutions, when the, when the revolution wins, the revolutionaries are the good guys. If they lose, they were insurgent terrorists and they were suppressed. Except for Castro,
2: because we had media now. We have TV and radio, so we can remember how—what uh, was that guy's name? Che Guevara, putting the bullet in the guy's head or the girl's head that image you ever see that Che Guevara image we're like we love Che Guevara people wear his shirt a shirt with his mm. face on it he was a psychotic murder I mean he was a murderer he was he was a cold-blooded murderer but he the Motorcycle Diaries
1: J- was a sick movie I didn't uh-huh. see it that. is that about him <laughs> yeah it's actually a good movie so
2: there are the history is written by the victors but maybe the victors were the ones that built the internet
1: yeah but
0: listen to, uh, uh, we have history of Che being a bad person because we aren't socialists because our our, our government was anti socialist so we made sure that that kind of stuff existed, but history is written by the victors, man. If the activists win, it was it was funny. What did uh, uh, Jack Posobiec tweeted today will be called like what did he call it the age of dumb? Yeah, or the something. age of dumb. Yeah, and um, and I said, yeah, but if the left wins, it'll be called the age of new enlightenment. Mm-hmm. It'll be the great awakening, the great awakening, when people finally realized what was truly happening. That's what that's what it'll
1: be. But and where are the history books? What 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 are going to be the history CNNs. books? No, I know, but in a thousand years, what are people actually going to reference? What do you mean? Like Wikipedia? That or something more immutable, potentially. Like a blockchain? Like a or blockchain.
2: databases that can't be...
1: Tampered with, right?
2: Or if you see them tampered with, you know they were tampered with. Exactly.
1: I don't. I, I. I. disagree. I mean, there will be both. We're going to exist in both worlds. There's going to be encyclopedias on you know that are immutable, and then there's going to be ones that are controlled by centralized authorities.
0: Yeah, but the centralized authorities for now control the dominant narrative. It's interesting, though. Uh, you know, I like that that phrase. If the, if uh, if if the situation was hopeless, the propaganda wouldn't yes. be necessary, and. I mean, uh, um, among my three channels, we get, you know, I think 50 to 60 million views per month. It's down a bit because I used to do three more segments every day. I cut those out and I cut off weekends, but we're still hitting around 50 million. And so it's not the same as, you know, CNN on YouTube gets 200 million. But I think that's pretty good hey relative man, to the YouTube. Net,
1: the net videos over the course of your life because you'll live longer because you're resting a little bit more. You'll you'll still put out the same kind of
0: content. No, the, the the idea is to build something and expand and get other people, you know, empower other people to start doing similar things like this. And so I think there's some optimism there that a show like this can exist. The problem is they've been going after Stephen Crowder like crazy, and it's never it's 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 not for legitimate things. So you know, Crowder is one of the biggest. I, I, I guess we can call it counterculture shows. He is a conservative personality, very funny, with millions of fans and subscribers. And uh, he challenges the establishment, He, you know, and and he questions the official narratives. And so what do they go after him for? Out of context, uh, edgy jokes or just edgy jokes in general? Or they just make things up. Like when he was quoting CDC data, they said, oh, that's misinformation. So they take his videos down. And then they boot him from the partner program. So they're trying really hard to – it's a culture war, man.
1: How much does it cost to launch a network channel, do you think? What do you mean? Like, In terms of getting like a channel on, you know, TV?
2: I don't know.
0: Um, let me think. I don't think it's that much. Maybe twenty to
1: fifty million. Something for the alternative media to consider. But why do you want to be on TV? <laughs> I don't know. Because maybe maybe it's it, not even that much to be honest. Yeah, I, uh, the, I would be. That's why I'm asking. It, it might not be worth it. But but I
0: think at this point it's probably dirt. Because what's the point?
1: Mm. Yeah. But, Nobody. Well, I, the point is that I think there are millions of people who are still in that world. That like The newer generation is not in that world, but you know, I don't know what the numbers are.
0: I think uh, a lot of people are, are, are watching digitally. TV ratings are in the gutter, mm-hmm. and we are going to see in the next five to ten years a major switch to, to digital.
1: Who controls like, getting a channel?
0: It's, it's, it's the, and you, you negotiate with the providers. So like you would go to Comcast Mm -hmm. and then say, we want our channel to be on your, you know, list and then you'd work out a deal. And typically how it works is like, they give you a a few cents per household or whatever. So you a lot of money for, for some of these channels, Mm. but then you got to produce content. And so a lot of what we're seeing now is, this is amazing MTV, for instance, they just do reruns of ridiculousness. I love it. Vice land or vice TV or whatever they're calling it these days. Vice was supposed to have their own cable channel, and they finally got it. They just started doing reruns of movies. You'd like turn on Vice, and it would be like you know Groundhog Days on. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's a good example of it not being worth it to get a channel because Vice did it, and it's not particularly effective. And no one's going (laughs) to watch (laughs) it. No one's
2: going to watch it two in the morning or four in the morning. So what's the point of all that dead space? Well, yeah, yeah, TV doesn't work like like you
1: can't just pull up. You know, go through the channels on your phone. I would think that they the the providers would start yeah, to do that heck? so that you could just go through the on, channels everything's
0: on demand now, right? So Hulu is way more uh, um, relevant than cable TV. Mm-hmm. So if I want to watch Star Trek, I just go to Netflix or Hulu. I had
2: an opportunity to do like a radio show. They were like, "Hey, you want to let's do this radio show? It's going to air at eight p.m. on Tuesday." And I was like, "Okay." So it ran once on eight p at eight p.m. on Tuesday, and it was never. You can't get it. It, it was. The, And it felt so like I was robbed, like I spent all this time recording this thing that is not now persistent on the Internet, like as a YouTube video that someone can click on. Mm -hmm. The value of it being there all the time transcends magnitudes more value than waiting till 9 p.m. to see a show. I wonder if this is all the great filter. You know the great filter? Mm
0: -mm. You know uh, Fermi's Paradox? Vaguely. You're familiar with? No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the idea being, you know, if uh, uh, the universe is so vast, then surely there's intelligent life. If there is, how come we haven't seen any signs of it? Yeah. And there's a bunch of hypotheses about why that may be. And the great filter is one of them. And that's when a civilization reaches a certain point and they just get filtered out of existence, right? Something happens to intelligent species that they wipe themselves out. And I'm thinking like everything we're looking at right now, um, maybe it's like yeast in a, in a, in a, in a bottle, you know, just eating the sugars and farting ourselves to death. But in reference to what you're saying about YouTube and stuff, maybe it's just that we have billions of hours of content every single day, every perspective. And at a certain point, there's just too much static. It's, it's like there was a period where everything was noise. It was chaos. Then we built upon it this c- civilization, this order. And then continuing our expansion of technology, it's going back to static, to noise. You know, if you were to actually look at the raw feed of YouTube, like the fire hose of all the videos being uploaded... I bet it's nonsensical gibberish and garbage. It's like a seven second video of like a chicken looking at a camera and then a, a hamster just walking around. Then there's like some little kid staring at the camera confused for three minutes. And then the family, it's just a whole bunch
1: of nonsense no one ever sees. Right. Put it this, it's, it's both. I mean, we also have so much access. Like I feel like I learn faster than I used to. I do probably not when i was a baby like you know you learn the most when you're a baby but the amount of information that we're getting now is the velocity is so high that we're probably evolving faster in certain ways as well
0: i think that baby things uh, uh, i'm not look maybe it's true like like scientists get a baby i I recommend it no no, hold, hold on how long how long does it take a baby to start speaking about a year a year and in what way do they start speaking in a
1: year just sounds that vaguely resemble...
0: In, in worst. I think, they say on average, in 44 weeks to master a, uh, a, a romance language if you're a Germanic or romantic speaker. And 88 weeks to, for an East Asian language like Chinese. Mm-hmm. So in one year, you can be fluent in German or French. A baby can mutter some words we should do
1: a show a challenge of like a super smart per- person versus a baby <laughs> no i, th- I <laughs> Learning think <a> language yeah for <laughs> a year it's yeah. it's
0: it's it's not that you know people always say this like oh it's so easy to pick up when you're a kid well it's because you're not
2: doing anything also your brain is lit up like they do studies fmri exams on people with lsd and their entire brains light up and they're active like the right and the left hemisphere once and that's how baby brains are mm-hmm they haven't learned well, they're trying, to filter stuff trying out. Trying to so learn, learning everything. Well, the demand
1: the, there's such high demand and need for them to communicate because it's your fir- when it's your first language, like your body is forcing you to figure it out so that you can achieve certain things that you want to achieve, which you don't have that need when you already know one language. That's not true. I mean, depending on where you live, yeah, maybe you move yeah. somewhere and you have to exactly yeah, that's true, and yeah. you'll pick up yeah. the language super
0: Very quick. True, yeah. And so I, I was reading; it says on average it's 44 weeks. I don't know what the study was. I read it on Reddit or something. To master, uh, if if you speak a Germanic or Romance language in forty four weeks, you can be fluent in another language if you are actively pursuing and speaking and using that language. All right, you'll be well, let's launch the study. Well, launch I mean, I guess the they game already game exist. Dude, I, yeah, how, they yeah. how long does it take for a child to get to the point where they're having a conversation like this?
1: Probably for years old i mean if four years they can be
0: discussing discussing the the nuance of economic policy probably
1: the smartest kid in the world i would argue could keep up i think around smartest four-year-old on on the
0: planet there you go like uh 10 or 11 maybe they're having a conversation but mostly asking questions due to their lack of exposure to information and context so it's not an issue of ability it's an issue of just time yeah you know we've had more 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 time to to learn things and understand i mean there
1: are videos there's one video of this uh chinese boy playing chopin uh fantasy impromptu he's three i'm telling you this it's madness i mean it's probably he's been trained by his parents in a very (laughs) borderline abusive way i I don't want to accuse anything but it's insane and that's something that none of us could do and it might take a decade to learn so you know there are but that's the exception Let's get back to talking about the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. How do
2: we start talking well, about Well, we're talking babies. about yeast farting itself to death in a, <laughs> right. in, a, in a petri dish. And I think this mass influence of information is causing interference in our, under, in our ability. So that's the static is this weird influence. In tide pools, what would happen is organisms would live at one level of the tide pool uh, vertically. So petri dishes are kind of one – they're only two-dimensional. They don't really have up and down. You can't really get out of it. Normally in a tide pool – If an area of the tide pool got too acidic or too dangerous for these organisms to live, they would come together and form a new type of organism that could float up to a different strata of the tide pool and essentially evolve into a new organism collectively. They would come together and create a new organism. Now, in petri dishes, you don't see that because they're two-dimensional. They don't have anywhere to go, so they eat them, they die. But in the tide pool, our nature is to come together, form a new species, essentially, and then move somewhere where we can thrive. I think decentralization
0: needs to happen. It needs to happen fast. I think people need to get out of cities. I think they need to go to more rural areas. They need to start learning how to take care of themselves and be self-sufficient. And so we got rid of one of our, we have, we have you know, two, uh, we, have, we have a front lawn. It's, there's, there's a walkway dividing the lawn. We got rid of one side of it and turned it into a garden. So we're going to be growing a lot of our own food. Not nearly enough to sustain the amount of people who are, you know, living and working, but it's a start. And I think people need to do that. We also have chickens, so we're going to have a bunch of eggs uh, at some point in the next couple of months. And I think having some reliance on yourself is really important. And getting off the grid. I don't, I don't mean getting off the grid in the sense of, like, disappearing from society. I mean having well water with a filtration system and having some kind of, you know, at-home renewable of solar or wind or whatever you can get. And still being attached to the grid, just having the capability to survive on your own in the event – things start falling apart. Yeah, the electric
2: grid especially. Right. Because right now, if one part of the electric grid goes down, they shut the entire grid down to repair it and take everyone's power out. It's not sustainable.
0: Or well. there's a storm and it could knock out your power and what are you going to do? Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking about what the, what we're seeing with the market. Um, there's there's desperate attempts to assuage the fears of an impending market collapse and hyperinflation. And yeah. I, I think it's coming. I think we're starting to see a lot of the same signs, far be it from me to tell anybody what they should do with their money. But... You know, I've been talking to a lot of my friends who are, uh, you know, some of them who do are day traders and work in investment firms. And they they, they bring up, you know, every time we see a major collapse, you start seeing similar signs of the media saying, oh, no, everything's fine. There's no collapse. Just keep doing your thing. And it's like when they start saying this stuff, everything's okay. Go back to work to mind your own business. It happens every time. And then there's a major collapse. Or some kind well, of crash. Well,
1: there was a case uh, I was talking about, Christopher Mellon, who was just on Rogan, like, a couple of days ago. And he told this story where – because this guy worked in intelligence agencies. They told him that there was a pending nuclear attack on New York and D.C. And they told – and so he had his whole well, family – When, when, when? Uh, I don't remember what year he said. but he But he was told from the inside that this is likely to be happening. And so he, like, told his family and friends. But, like, he said he was walking around sort of – in a blur, because he, you know, it was surreal. He felt like he should warn people, but it it's, would cause more chaos. That's why they, but that did happen. That's confirmed from the inside. They knew nuclear was a was a tangible threat, and they decided not to tell anyone because they figured but when, they, was they this, didn't. Was they this didn't this have year to con- go five years ago, I, ten years ago. You got if maybe Lydia can help look up the the, the date, but like during the. Cold I mean, War. I think he might have even broken the news like two days ago. So I'm not sure, but. You know, they didn't have full confirmation that the attack was coming, so they decided that it wasn't worth it because their level of intelligence wasn't guaranteed. And then luckily, it ended up not happening. That's why I think, you know, the, the preppers are laughing at us.
0: Because they're like, you got these arrogant city folk who mock preppers. And it's just like, first of all, why do I care what you think about me? Second of all, when, you, when, when the water shuts off and the power goes out, like when Hurricane Sandy hit and the power went out in New York. Like no, none of these prepper people care when there's a hurricane. Like, and they got everything they could. They're they're they're
1: good. They go underground. The jokes on the people mocking. It's yeah. They're not they're not prepared. I mean, whether like preppers, truthers. Like when I remember when truther became a word that was like a pejorative. I mean, that's that's out of a fiction novel. Truther. I mean, granted, okay, there are there are some like crazy truthers about certain topics, but like the fact that. The phrase truther is used as a pejorative is insane when you just look at tell it you. from the outside. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll tell you what's insane. There was that quote from Joe Biden recently where he's like, who needs a uh, hundred rounds? What do you think the deer's wearing Kevlar? Ah. It's like, uh, your life has been so cushy and soft. Yep. You've been such a spoiled, pampered brat because you do not know hardship that you're like, why would anyone ever need to defend their lives? Well, I guess you can ask the, 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 the people in uh, inner city Chicago why they keep buying illegal guns and bringing them in and buying them. Because there's a lot of gun violence and they're worried. Some people are bad people and want to commit crimes and some people are worried about being the victims of crime. But that statement from Joe Biden just shows. That's the mentality. They've never had hardship. Imagine spending your whole life. You know I'll, I'll put it this way. I know a lot of people who never had jobs. It's crazy. 26, 27 years old, never had a job. Wow. Why? They went to school. They went to high school. They went to college, went to a master's program, get out 24 to 26, never had a job ever. So they have no idea how anything works. They have no idea how to get money. And they're just, man, adults at 26 who don't know how to survive on their own. Now, that is obvious. You can see that. You could be like, obviously, if you've never worked and never you know generated income, you're going to be a 26-year-old with – All of life's responsibilities out of school and having no idea what to do. Sure, they can teach you how to play the trombone in college or they can teach you how to like, you know, set up a nuclear reactor, but they don't tell you how to get a job or make money or, or you know, set up a banking account or pay your taxes. And now you think about that and think about conflict and crisis.
4: Don't wait, get in touch with America first tax Group today by calling eight hundred four three one fifty six eighty four that's eight hundred four three one fifty six eighty four or visit america dot com slash tucker again eight hundred four three one fifty six eighty four or america first AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com dot com slash tucker
0: not 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 a not a person in this country save cops veterans, and not even every veteran. A lot of them are administrative. A lot of cops are administrative. There is re- a relatively small fraction of people in this country who have actually experienced any kind of real conflict. So most people in this country are voting based on the the idea that everything is and always will be fine because it is normal oh, to not have to worry about any of these
1: things. Mm. It's normal. Yeah, and that's why decentrali- decentralization is something you're sort of forced to learn, whether it's digital decentralization or physical you know, with farms and stuff like you have to get banned in, in order or, or you have to know people who are getting banned in, to, in order to understand that you need to secure yourself and your communication system. That, that's
0: why and, it's funny. When you, you know, I was talking about ContraPoints earlier mm-hmm. on, on one of my channels. ContraPoints is a leftist who if you if you look at her Twitter accounts, I search for free speech. There's just mockery of the free speech warriors. Now, all of a sudden, after one of her videos is age restricted, it's we must stand up for free speech and the left must reclaim free speech. And it's Mm -hmm. like my response is always thank you. Welcome to the fight, please. Your advocacy for free speech is greatly welcomed. But if only you stopped treating this like a like a joke in a game. And that's the point. Mm -hmm. People who weren't being oppressed, the people who weren't being targeted by a system who did not know hardship were laughing at those who were saying we need to be prepared and fight this. Because they weren't experiencing the problems. This is the funny thing now. You you can, you can see something so plainly obvious. What do you do when the power goes out? I don't know. The power never goes out. If it does, someone fixes it for me. Huh. What do you do when the power goes out and doesn't come back on? <sighs> what are you, some kind of dumb prepper? Okay, well, listen. You can keep betting on this idea that life is and always will be a golden age just for you. Or you can look at history and recognize, for one, golden ages has come to an end. And two... The natural state of life on this planet is constantly stressed out, running, and struggling
2: to survive. I did play a game of Civ where I went from golden age to golden age to golden age to golden age, to golden age for, like, thousands thousands of years. Yeah, so what, was your, what was your strategy? I don't know. I was playing on easy. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was cultural science-based. Mm. Culture and science. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you were playing on easy mode. Yeah. I think I was playing on, like, normal, like, Prince or something. Above average. Not hard. Not super hard. I think it's the same reason people sit on big tech apps... Because they have no reason to leave. I mean, they, they haven't experienced what people involved in these issues have experienced. They're not, you know, real journalists who have experienced censorship in international countries. I'm talking about international journalists who are, like, you know, really getting censored by governments and whatnot. And so, you know, you have to experience it. Do you see that really
0: – there's a really great video from last year where someone from the BBC is interviewing the president of Azerbaijan – and they're like, your yeah. your record on the on press freedom is abhorrent. And he was like, what about Julian Assange? And then it's just like mic drop. He's like, you've had this guy locked up for how many years, holding him holding holding him as a hostage, and then you're going to talk to us about press freedoms? And she's like, well, I, I'm not holding him. Your country is doing it, so don't come to me and criticize me. And it's like, I'm pretty sure they have a very bad track record on journalism, so they don't get any free passes. But why should the UK? Why should you know the, any one of these, these 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 countries or the the U.S. even pretend that they're doing well? Now, keep in mind, I love when the left claims like press freedoms in the U.S. under Trump slipped worse than Somalia or whatever stupid garbage they were saying. What, what you have now, there was a, there was a tweet from this journalist, and she was like. I ordered a bulletproof vest that I need for doing journalism in America, and it was too small. And I was uh, I was at one point kind of glad it was too small that my bulletproof vest that I need for journalism in America wasn't going to fit me. And I'm like— It's too
3: big. She was too for, small. For, for,
0: for, she was too small? Yeah. yeah, it was too big for her. Uh, the point is, the, 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 the she was clearly trying to make a point about, I can't believe people in America would need to wear a bulletproof vest. What do you, what do you think the world is like? This is like someone living in a Chuck E. Cheese's in the, bo- in the, in the bouncy castle being like, why would anyone need a helmet? I get, we're you, in a bouncy castle. You want to protect like your kid
2: outside is concrete. Like you want to protect the, the minds of children. Like you don't want to show them soldiers getting blown apart and bleeding out and stuff when they're one so that it, it warps their perception. But you, you also don't want to coddle them and not show them any of the terror of reality. In my opinion, I don't have kids. You have kids. You can probably be, talk better about this than I can. Um,
1: and I don't even know like how how have you been navigating that? If, do you want to talk about that on Yeah yeah like well that's kind of what was interesting about when we all first experienced the internet. You know, you go and you find the craziest shit that you can find. I remember because, like uh live leak videos, man. Yeah. yeah. Just like, "Oh, there's a guy getting murdered again." Mhm.
2: Yeah. was like watching it and just like, "Wow, I could rail off.
1: Two girls one so cut." Oh my gosh. Motorcycles hitting people in the head. I mean, mm-hmm. faces of death. Remember that? Yeah.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I, th- I think you need to ease a brain into the reality. But it, you, don't, you don't want to shelter them too much, that's for sure. It's tough. It
0: ain't easy. Yeah. But we have a generation. And we have, we have what now, like three generations of ever-increasing um, padded walls. So this, what, what's happening is now you have all of these urban liberals who, it's like Wally, you know? It's like the, the morbidly obese people in their hover chairs floating around where things are being done for them. They live in these big cities. You know what I got to say? There's a, a COVID may have been really, really bad, but at least one of the positives, because it's, it, there's nuance in all things. I know a lot of people are going to be like, it's, it, it's controversial to say that there could be anything good coming out of something bad. No, it's that these people in cities are going to stop wasting, stop mass consumption, and start realizing that life takes hard work and responsibility, and you can't just sit back and let someone else do it. Because you know what happens when you do? Cuomo goes and kills 15,000 people.
2: Huh. Or your guard comes and murders – like they say, like when people have bunkers and it's the end of the world and you're relying on your hired security, the hired security is going to come kill you and take the bunker for themselves. That's, well, that's like part of the story. What,
0: what's the joke from uh, somebody super chatted us? They said, uh, on behalf of all gun, gun owners, I'd like to thank the gun control advocates for stockpiling our goods for us for the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. What do you think's going to happen when, if slash when, you know, there's a collapse? I think it's funny, it's funny too. There was a post I saw on Facebook. And someone mentioned something about, I think they were talking about like Dogecoin and they're like this, this, the skyrocketing Dogecoin. You got to buy this currency or buy that currency because the dollar is in serious trouble. And then someone laughed saying like, you guys keep talking about some kind of like disaster collapse or civil war. And they're like, where is it? When's it going to happen? And the funniest thing about these comments that I keep hearing from people are like, where's the civil war at bro? I'm like, aren't you the people obsessed with the storming of the Capitol on the 6th? Like clearly, we're in the middle of something. The dollar's hyper. Uh, the, do, the dollar's not hyperinflating, but it's inflating, and the cost of goods is going way up. Now, the, the gold lumber ratio is 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 you know coming together. I don't know necessarily it's a good thing or a bad thing, but we're seeing a dramatic shift in the economy in general. And it's it's you know you know what the craziest thing is we've been trying to expand out here. We've been trying to find companies so we can fix this the the the, the barn outside where we're going to be doing events. We can't get anybody to do it. We can't find anybody. Lumber is too expensive. Steel is too expensive. It, we're, we're struggling to get things done. And it's really, really annoying for me. But there's a shortage. We tried ordering new computer and new equipment so we can improve. the People are, People have been saying, like, the sound has issues on the show. We're like, we got to get the new equipment. Right. We can't get it in. Something is happening. And there is a shortage of goods and computer chips and, and, and merchandise and, and all of the stuff is going down. And then you have these dumb people on the Internet. Hyper focused on whatever CNN tells them, totally ignoring whatever's happening around them. Man, I can't. I can't imagine what it's going to be like for these people when the rub, rug gets
1: pulled out from underneath them. That is alarming. I mean, because as you know, you have resources to make these things happen, and so the fact that someone in your position cannot build out a barn to become more, called to, like, like five companies, and they're like,
0: oh man, you know, it's steel. It's hard to get. It's really expensive right wow. now." And I'm like, can you send people out? Like, what do we got to do? And then, and so even with, like, getting the website done, it's, like, it's it's difficult to get things to move right now. Even with, like, digital, uh, with, with, like, software and stuff, it's just been very difficult across the board. And I remember, like, we uh, – so one of the things, one of the issues we have, the studio that we're in is the highest point of the building. And so it gets really hot. Um, so we were supposed to get some kind of, like, wall-mounted AC unit that's ultra-quiet. To help circulate the air and keep it cool. Company just never shows up. Company doesn't show up. They, they, they come out here like, oh, we're, we're, we're going we're to get back to you. They don't show up. We had more work being done. Company comes out one day, just gone the next. Just don't mm-hmm. show up. And I'm like, what's happening? Like, seriously, how? I'm, no, that, I'm, that, I'm that feels confused like quiet
1: before the storm type situation. It really does. What
0: are people doing to where the businesses aren't functioning properly? So I ordered a new machine for this studio. Uh, a month and a half ago? When, when did I say, hey, guys, good news. In a week, we're going to be getting Ooh, a new machine. Something ago. Yeah, something I don't remember. There's a chip shortage. Oh, oh, yeah. And so they keep saying, we're really sorry about this. Any day now, any day now, trust us. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get it shipped out immediately and just nothing.
1: Well, I was talking uh, to a guy who owns a Ford dealership in Norwalk, and he was saying that they just cannot get cars. I mean, unbelievable. It's like you're trying to buy. The market is there. Trying to buy something and you know, the supply is not this in is, existence. This
2: is showing our softness and our like padded walls because mm. it's not normal to have access to all that stuff like that for a golden we, age. Well, yeah. well
0: but, but right, that's my point. We're my point is of a
2: golden age. No, no, no. Yeah. My point is
0: we know it. We're talking about it. Yeah. I've I've been watching this stuff in real time, so we are moderately prepared for some kind of serious downturn. And I, and I think it's funny that. Even after a year of a lockdown, you still have naysayers who are like, what are you, some kind of prepper? It's like, bro, do you remember going to the store for toilet paper last year? Did, do you have amnesia? What's, what's what's going on, bro? Are you looking at the price of cryptocurrencies? Dude, th- these things aren't just going up in value because people finally realized mm. that, that they're a technology worth
2: using. It's because people are scared of the US dollar right now. Dude, You, if you were on a beach and you saw a tsunami coming that was thousands of feet high how would you react and i think that's what society people are doing in society right now and you'd mm-hmm. have people walking out into the water like their brains would break their actu- minds actu- actually being out in the ocean is, is a safe place to be you'd take your your um surfboard and dive it and ride it right ride home well
0: not you don't you want to be hit by a tsunami but when there's boats that are a few
2: miles out when the tsunami comes they stay you know it goes under them or but it goes past them when you're faced with the impending destruction of everything um, how would you react? And I think these people are kind of seeing it's such a big problem that their minds can't calculate it, and so they just ridicule. There's, a, there's an
0: interesting question. I can't remember where it was posed, but they said if you were sitting in Unaka you know, City and you saw like an ICBM coming right down, about to hit your, you, you know, the downtown area from wherever you were, what, which, which direction would you run? And th- the point was that if you truly understood the power and the range of the ICBM, you would run towards
1: it. You know why? Because you'd be getting away from the blast radius? No, no, no. Running towards the explosion? Oh, I thought you meant the missile.
0: Yeah, if you saw a missile yeah, heading yeah, towards yeah. your city, depending on how close you were to city center, you would probably want to run towards it. You know why? To get vaporized? To get vaporized. Yeah. Otherwise, you could just sit there and get radiation burns and slowly melt and yeah. suffer yeah. for it's several hours. By debris, yeah. So I, I remember, I think the New York Times did this, where they talked about the, 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 the blast radius of your standard ICBMs. And they like, talked about the different kinds of missiles. And there's the initial blast radius, which vaporizes everything. Then there's the melt radius, where like you would slowly just watch yourself melt in extreme suffering for like an hour. And then outside of that is the radiation poisoning, where you get to live for a little while as your your, your DNA fractures and cracks, and then you just suffer for a long time. So I just bring that up to your reference about a tsunami. Depending on where you were, you can accept your fate and try and get it over with quickly, or you can run and Test. try and survive. It's it's tough. It's, it's it's hard to know what to do. But I think most people would just say, try and survive always, no matter what. But when you're faced with something
2: where there's no – survival is not an option, and you're just like, okay, there it is. This is it. Mm. How do you respond? Do you acknowledge it? Do you still logically try and formulate a solution? Can you? Um, uh, well, are you uh, – uh, Or do you just break? I think it depends on – you know you know it's I
0: think kind it of a is a rhetorical question. Have you ever seen that that meme where it's a bell curve of IQ and at the very back it's this like deranged looking person who you know seems to be kind of messed up IQ 0 and they say god is real. Then in the middle it's the average IQ and it's a person saying I'm an atheist and then all at the high end it's a person with a gigantic brain saying god is real. Yeah. I think it's kind of like that. I think a lot of really smart and I'm not saying religious but like a lot of really smart Uh, and and philosophically mature individuals would see the the sun exploding and the wave coming towards them and they'd sit down and they'd close their eyes. Then you'd have a lot of really dumb people who would probably sit down and be like, wow, and they'd close their eyes. And then you'd have a lot of average people who would be screaming and flailing and ranting, not understanding what to do. Mm. The midwits, the people of slightly above intelligence who know just enough, but not enough. They know enough to repeat what
1: they've heard.
3: Mm -hmm. I think they're smart.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy that like not even countries are... Sort of immune to all of this, and so I think it'll be really interesting to see which countries adopt crypto and Bitcoin, because the ones that do are going to lead the future. That's just a fact. It's it's a more resilient infrastructure. It's better tech. So if they just ignore the problem, they're gonna they're gonna get left behind. If I was a conspiracy theorist, I would
0: if if I was to push one, I would say that. They the, the there's special interests that want a total collapse of the US and the global economy so that they could have a some kind of reset. Like a great reset? Yeah, maybe like a great reset that just resets really global big. capitalism oh. with a new system. Oh. You would need a new currency uh-huh. and obviously the authoritarians would want to be able to track every transaction. So oh. they would they would need some kind of like public ledger. Um like a chain of maybe like blocks <laughs> yeah,
2: where, you, put blocks where you can
0: see each transaction What would you and, call it though? Um, well, because it's a reference to like, you know, computers and chain block. Well, no, no, because it's a reference to computers, but also currency, it would be something like byte or like bit and then like money or coins. Maybe like Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. something like that. Yeah, that's
2: that's what I would call it. So you create a trackable (laughs) currency and then wipe out fiat and put everyone on the trackable currency. Yeah. Yeah. Then you, then you know what everyone is spending at all times. Of course,
0: people would try and create things like Monero. They would try and, you know, uh, use alternative currencies, that uh, retain value because they're uh, they can't be duplicated, but uh, ultimately I think Bitcoin is. I think Bitcoin's gonna hit a million bucks, and I think the reason mm-hmm. it is because we need. Uh, I mean, the, the the government would love to have this system, this global well transfer of value that they can easily watch and everyone can watch, and it's the panopticon.
1: It's in. Yeah, there are benefits to them, but. That's why they're going to be launching their own Bitcoin. digital current, digital currencies that are not Bitcoin because they don't control Bitcoin. Is the reality there are surveillance benefits that they get from Bitcoin, but they don't. Bitcoin empowers the the people of the world. Bitcoin's I'll, much let, more. Let, it, Bitcoin was not created by the government and conspiracy. That's right, a right, fact. Right. I'm I'm, I'm
0: gonna, I got I got I got to stop you right there, Bill, and tell you um, the, the currency of the people. It's not Bitcoin.
1: Oh, here we go. I'm it's ready to Doge fight. It's Dogecoin. I'm ready to fight. Can it's Dogecoin. Can we get in the ring? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dogecoin. <laughs> you, you, like what, you don't think? You, you don't yeah. think
1: it's Dogecoin? I think that it has really cool characteristics like, that's, that are fun and of the people, but it's not architecturally built for the people. Hold it's, on. It's architecturally built to screw people over. Uh, well, 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 hold on. All right. We'll talk about that. Yeah. But let me tell you the story.
0: Dogecoin is up 12,000% since January. Here's how much money you'd make if you invested a 1000 bucks in January. If you bought Dogecoin at the beginning of the year, you've enjoyed massive gains over the past four months. A $1,000 Dogecoin purchase on January 1st at a price of less than a cent per coin would be worth $121,052 at Wednesday's high of 69 cents, a gain of more than 12,000%, my friend.
1: Dogecoin, let going to the moon. It probably will be physically put on the moon on a, <laughs> a on a thumb drive. I would, I would that? not be surprised <laughs> if he did that, but hopefully he'll also put Bitcoin, maybe some mines tokens. Who knows? That'd be great. But you, you think Dogecoin is, is not it. It's, it's it for a, f- a purpose of entertainment. It's a meme. It's fun, but it's not it for like, you know, if you look at the, the, the code of it, it's Why? not, Because it can, it's inflating. It's, it's not maintained. It's not really decentralized. It's, it's,
0: it's, so let's, let's go one by one. How is it not decentralized? Okay. So, um, it's like one guy owns the Bitcoin mining system.
1: I'm going to bring up a, the federal Doge reserve. The government's going to seize the guy's mining servers and then. So I'm just going to run through like quick bullet points on, on Doge. So Bitcoin is scarce. There will only ever be 21 million. Doge is infinite. The system is on track to mint 14.4 million new Doge each day and 5.2 billion each year forever. Okay. Ah. It, Bitcoin's issuance, this is from this dude, Alex Gladstein, uh, who knows a lot about Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin, Dogecoin's issuance is unpredictable. It can, and has been altered. Uh, Bitcoin is decentralized as a result of robust architecture of full nodes. Um, Dogecoin is not decentralized. Bitcoin has... A str- but how is it not decentralized? Here's the other thing about Doge. People are buying Doge on Robinhood. Look, don't buy crypto on Robinhood. You don't even own the crypto. They're holding it. You can't right. even get the crypto if right. you buy it on Robinhood. So most people who are buying Doge are buying it on Robinhood. They don't even actually own the crypto. This is why... You have to control your own wallet. Like it's fine to use centralized exchanges to take custody of your crypto, but you need to set up your own wallet. Like on, on Minds. dot com, if you check out um, our wallet, you set up MetaMask. You control your keys. Well, you control Coinbase your crypto. Wallet, right? Coinbase wallet. You do own. You do control your keys. That's a that's a non custodial wallet. Yeah. But I mean these things. Like so, it's fun. Doge is fun, and it's a cool part of what's happening. Like I like Doge, but it's. It's not a good thing to be saying. Can't that they hard fork Doge? And then why would you do that when you already have Bitcoin? And because Ethereum. Doge could be a currency. So can it? W- it is exactly right. So what? What, what, what do we hear? K- KFC now
0: takes Dogecoin.
2: Yeah, the Oakland A's are accepting Doge at KFC. Dude, this come is out what you,
0: this is what I'm, I'm saying. What it doesn't matter if it's a box of Kleenex. If people have confidence that
1: the Kleenex will get them a cheeseburger, they will clamor for it. But you it. can't have confidence that Doge is going to retain its value. You there can't have be... confidence
0: the U.S. dollar is going to retain but its value. But you can
1: have confidence that Bitcoin is going to, in the long term, based on the structure of and it.
0: and gold and, and gold. silver or yeah.
1: palladium or whatever. The thing about Doge is
0: that it is more like cash, and it has the confidence of the people for a very silly reason. It doesn't matter people want it and some people want to just have it for the sake of having it
1: a lot so, do and that's why it's that's what part of why it's retaining its value because a lot of people are holding doge right. and they're actually providing the liquidity for the market for all the whales who are dumping so yep. you know the the bag you know the 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 retail the people are getting left holding the bags of all the people dumping and it's just it's it it's a joke let it be a joke don't like it really the, the the structure. It could be altered in the future to become better, like he was saying. You know, it can, the 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 code can be altered, but there's not an active development team around Doge. If why not? There could be. If you've got a building in the middle of Manhattan that's just falling apart,
0: eventually someone's going to be like, "This is prime real estate. We can fix this up and make it something better." Because everybody wants. Honestly, to hang out I
1: hope so. I hope that the development energy around Doge gets revitalized and like, you know, similar in the way that Ethereum is run. Like, so Bitcoin is arguably more decentralized than Ethereum. But the cool thing about Ethereum is that it keeps innovating and they have decentralized governance. Yeah. What, what, are, what are they doing now? We were just talking about this the other day that in July they're going to start <clears throat> deflating the currency
0: or something. Yeah. They're, deflating Ethereum. Yeah.
1: They're introducing uh, a new proposal which burns uh, the base fee to the miners for all the transactions so that so there'll be a deflationary force in ethereum so that now. means ethereum will just start skyrocketing in value
2: who knows it, it would be a pressure it's, point to seems, cause it. To the the, the thing about ethereum is there's so much
1: developer energy there's so many decentralized apps like mines that are getting that are leveraging the ethereum network and we we integrate bitcoin as well but you know doge doesn't have that energy it's fun but it would be nothing without elon Let's be let's be real. It would not. He is the one fueling it. Be worth two he's going to go yeah, on. That. He's
0: going to go on SNL. <laughs> he's going to. People think he's going to do a, a Dogecoin skit. It's going to hit a buck, Normies. and then the whales are going to bail out. Yes.
1: So get ready for that and time it. I, mean, I don't honest, honestly sell before SNL. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I disagree. Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not financially. I'm not. I'm no, not going to give it. Yeah,
0: no advice to anybody. I don't, why why, do, why does everyone say that? Because you get sued or something? I, you probably don't have to. I don't know. It's everyone stupid. just says it's, it. Yeah, it's a meme in themselves. Yeah, it's, Uh, here's here's what I'd say. If you can afford to keep your Doge, you should. In yeah. 2014, is that when? That's when Doge came out, right? Wow. Was it 2014?
1: I'm not sure.
0: I had at some point. I don't remember when. On some some exchange, I had thousands of Doge. And I was laughing how stupid it was. And everyone was laughing and it was a joke and it was like such currency, such crypto, wow. And everyone was, ah, memes, memes, memes. And then I was like, whatever. And I lost them. I have no idea where any of these coins are. Now it's worth, you know, 60 cents or whatever. And I'm like, it'd be sure great to know what happened to those coins. But I said about everything. I I had a computer with like Bitcoin on it, got destroyed and didn't care and just threw it away because it was like a dollar worth of Bitcoin. that's now worth like a couple hundred thousand dollars. And it's all gone. So that's why I'm like, you know what, at this point, there, there there were some other currencies that I had purchased a decent amount of like way back in the day, because I was like at one at some point in a few years, one of these currencies might go from like one cent to five cents and I'll be really happy. And then I just got paper hands and I was like, mm, nah, I just write that Bitcoin and then I switched all the back to Bitcoin. And while Bitcoin has performed beautifully over the past several years, there are some currencies that I wish I held on to because the gains were from like one cent to like a dollar which is way better than Bitcoin was. So now I'm just kind of like, you know, man.
2: Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD that's shipstation.com with the code pod
0: maybe maybe uh, we're seeing the doge coin memification or whatever but i'll tell you this i'm going to keep it yeah yeah i just like not? Them. you're not going to make the same mistake you, you you made
1: the mistake before so you don't want to make the same mistake i also don't
0: again. have so much doge that i'm going to like become rich off of it or or like become poor off of it it's like maybe if i had 10 million doge or something i'd sell and be like i don't want to do, play that game right. but i don't i have very right. little you know, most people yeah, probably anyway. only a little I mean, that, bit anyway. but
1: that, That's sort of the thing that is sort of a sickness in the crypto space is actually people just trying to get 10 X's. Right. And, and th- they're manipulators. You know, the thing that I love about crypto is that you're sort of voting with your resources. So I don't like to participate in tokens that I just think that their value is going to go up. It's not. Why are you giving energy to that? So I'm not saying never, you know, maybe there's a a place for it, but it, Bro. Bitcoin is changing how society works and that's why it's an amazing thing to put your money into it because you're you're helping that happen. We should set up Doge ATMs.
2: Yeah. I That's can't a good stand idea. Doge. I wouldn't be surprised. You can't stand Doge? no. I just can't. It's so fake. It's such trash. It's a tr- it's a trash coin. It's the ultimate trash coin. Huh. Elon Musk is the ultimate troll. <laughs> yep. He's a G- he he's a hilarious. Possibly. I love him. And Do you think a, Elon has like a
1: billion Doge? Yeah. Oh yeah. He probably went. His so kids hard. are mining
2: it. Oh really? Yeah. He said. it. I, I saw.
1: something. So you like... said
2: Doge isn't decentralized?
1: Well, it's it. You know, there are miners. But, so it is partially decentralized, but it's, it's not nothing compared to Bitcoin. So
2: it's a variant scale of, of how decentralized is this token whenever you're looking at a crypto? Right. And certain cryptos are more or less. Like, are there cryptos that are completely centralized where, like, one person can print? That's what a
1: digital dollar would be. So
2: here's here's the problem I see with Bitcoin, though. Only
0: 21 million coins can never come into existence, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of them are already gone because when Bitcoin was valueless, people didn't care and lost them. Like that famous guy who th- was searching a dumpster for a a, a, a a trash dump for his hard drive because it had, like, oh, man, by now that hard drive is probably worth, like, $100, 200000000 million. But it was like it's worth now $2 million. He needs to go find it, that hard drive with his coins on it. So there is just the the natural decay of Bitcoin. That's it, good. So that's, that's deflationary. But right, so over a long enough period of time,
1: there won't be enough Bitcoin. No, you just him. you can split it up into hundred million units. A satoshi, which is the smallest unit of Bitcoin, right. will just appreciate in value. So you, it, it's not. I, I don't think that the there's there's plenty of divisibility within Bitcoin. So if Bitcoin
0: became universally adopted around the planet, with you know eight billion people, and people need to trade with it every day then a Satoshi would have to be worth somewhere around like a nickel. He has
1: a million Bitcoin or something. Satoshi? Satoshi. Satoshi. <sighs> right. So and it's never moved. It's never moved. And it's very important that it's never moved. Why so, is it? well because if people started to see the the creator, you know, getting paper hands. Right. That right, right, wouldn't right. be good. Well like, so imagine Bitcoin becomes universally used, right?
0: One Satoshi would have to be around the value of a nickel or so because you know, as as it stands today, to be right. able to participate in a general marketplace uh, or labor, or labor, theoretically, it could be around a penny per Satoshi. But I think that's people don't really use pennies all that much. Yeah. But there's a lot
1: of countries where a penny probably does have a lot more value. It so, doesn't really matter if we're using the smallest unit, like in comparison to you know a fiat comparable. I think like right now the, the Bitcoin market's like a little over a trillion. The gold market cap for reference is ten trillion, so if the Bitcoin market just gets to what gold is, then we're at like 500 k per Bitcoin so you just start of you start thinking about Bitcoin as like eating away at where resources are are stored all we need to do is 10x to get at gold and then if you start bringing in so all different financial 000 instruments dollars per bitcoin if it ten x is I think
0: bitcoin will be a million bucks. Oh, for sure. So there's I, think, this thing, I think sooner than people realize, there's a
1: model called the stock to flow model, which is like the model of Bitcoin. And because every four years, the reward, the it, there's this thing called the having, which is where the miner – the halvening or the, a, either is it halving? either people say both, but so the rewards to all the miners drop in half. So you know, it's, it's more it scarcity. It's more in, no, no, no. It's just the, the the ongoing rewards that they get for right, mining right, right, right. drop right. in half. So, it, it, you know, they don't, they don't necessarily sell, but it just creates more scarcity. And historically, there have been two having so far. And after each half having, you know, over the last 10 years, the you've seen an a, a right? order of magnitude. And so the stock-to-flow model shows that, you know, over the next 15 years, it's going to be order of magnitude. When's the next happening? Uh, it was just a couple of years ago. So it's like in a couple of years. Oh, ah, okay. So then or maybe it's not gonna, a couple. Of years. It's
0: going to effectively double. So, uh people often ask what is the, what what backs a Bitcoin's value? And I don't know if this is like an archaic understanding, but it's the energy used to produce it. So, if somebody is mining Bitcoin and it costs them, you know, $60,000 to mine one Bitcoin, they're not going to sell it for less than the cost of the production. Mm. So then they'll put it on the market and say I got to get at least 61k and probably more than that. And then people who want to buy cuz they want to use it Are going to have to pay the price of what the miners are asking for. Yeah.
1: And it's potentially going to do great things for sustainable energy. Like people say, Oh, Bitcoin uses so much energy. It's like an environmental disaster, which it does use a lot of energy. It's, it's a worth. Isn't it kind of arbitrary? Isn't Ethereum better? Well, no, it's not better or worse. They're, they're different technologies for different purposes. I mean, you build apps on top of Ethereum. Bitcoin is just like the juggernaut godfather of ledger for global monetary transactions. It, that's all that it needs to be. And there are like layer 2 things happening so that there'll be other, you know, apps potentially on Bitcoin. But you know, it's it's just crazy that this is happening. It's well, actually so, like but you don't you don't you think it's going to help the energy situation? Well, because people like energy can be converted into Bitcoin. So right. like there's, you know, the if there if you have a landfill and there's like methane overflow like you could potentially throw mine on top of that i got it you know what we should do we should create power plants
0: that recycle the heat from mining bitcoin to boiling water and spinning turbines or we can put gpus in people's homes that mine bitcoin and the and the radiant heat will heat their rooms. Yeah, it's, called,
2: it's called Exergy. It's an actual Exergy? project. Yeah, where your computer <laughs> heats water tanks. We were just talking. Bill and I actually visited a guy in, in New York that was working on this. And um, then the tubes will go through your house, these hot water to tubes. To cool and down. Warm will so, cool the house, yeah. Well, so
0: you need you need to cool your computer. Your, your your CPU and your GPU need to be cooled. And so the
2: heat we want for warmth, the computer wants the cold. So, hey, there you go. A lot of people say, like, Facebook has servers in the Arctic. and Yep. Like, dude, that yeah. heat is valuable. You just need to recover it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. People want to heat their homes. Let's just do it with uh, with Bitcoin mining. So in the, in the, in winter, you make money. You're like, oh, it's getting gold. Better make some Bitcoin.
1: Crank it up. Yeah. No, there. I, I predict mining rigs in this in this compound in the next few years. This compound? I, mm-hmm. I don't think so. No. Why? It's I easy. Just throw up a computer. You know, f- have fun. Mine some Doge. Money. Yeah, but you can Mine's figure it. There's there, there's there's an ROI. So what? What's Ethereum is proof of stake though. How do they? How do you generate? Well, they're they're not proof of stake yet, right? Okay. So they're transitioning. The the Ethereum blockchain is still proof of work like Bitcoin. So these miners. So that, how many Ethereum are there?
0: How much Ethereum is there?
1: Uh, some people. It's harder to pinpoint the exact supply um, in Ethereum. It is it is sort of limited. I don't know the actual number, and a lot of people criticize Ethereum for that reason but that doesn't mean that it's like very inflationary just the way that it's set up it's it's harder to pinpoint the ex, the exact numbers exactly. at any given time but um you know they are they're they're bringing in this deflationary force but proof of stake is basically where there are validator nodes all over the world that people run the machines you can run on your laptop and if you have 32 eth you can stake that eth into that validator validator node and basically earn it generates yields. more Ethereum? It, it gen, Yeah, you earn you earn Ethereum for, for staking ETH into validator it, nodes.
0: Is it generating it, or is it, a, tra- is it is a fee that you're getting from the existing amount of Ethereum?
1: Both. Both? Well, you're ge- miners... I'm, I might be wrong here, but miners are earning fees for all the transactions that are happening in the network. That's gas and Ethereum and, and Bitcoin miners. Actually... In Bitcoin, after all of the mining rewards are over, which is in like 100 years or something, then fees are going to be uh, rewarding all of the miners. But that's how it works in Ethereum now. But there are, there are also Ethereum that are, are getting created as well. So it is yeah. both. Yeah. I'm looking
2: here. It says that there's, whereas there's 18 million Bitcoins. There's 115 million Ethereums and 129 wait, wait, billion. Currently right now. Yeah, one hundred and fifteen million seven
1: hundred and sixty eight thousand. There's but already eighteen million Bitcoin. Yeah, eighteen, 18 million. million. Yeah, it's only, it's, it, but it's going to take like a hundred years to finish it because it gets harder. Right. And right. And then right, right.
2: underneath the Ethereum, it doesn't have like it has a scale of how far along, how many of them have been built. Although you're saying it takes longer the closer you get to the fine, final point, um, it doesn't have one for Ethereum. I'm at CoinMarketCap dot com. This is where I go to check out the
1: crypto lists. Um, it doesn't
2: say so. Ethereum doesn't. They don't say how many they're going to print in the long run.
1: No. I don't think so, but they also have a deflationary force in it, so it's pulling the, how, the, how, the supply down. How stupid are these NFTs, man? How I stupid is art? You could make
0: a physical yeah, art actually. you're not NFT. buying the art. You're in, buying your In link certain
1: to- cases, you are, like Christie's, like the famous auction house, is actually combining the physical art with the NFT along with it, which is sort of like a certificate of ownership of the physical art. Right. So you can combine them. Did, did you ever see
2: the beer bottle that had, if you used your smartphone over it and it scanned it, it became like a movie? Like the the, the image on the beer bottle label would animate and start moving? No, was, If yeah. you had a crypto token that could give you that authorization, so if you moused over you went over like a piece of art and you had that NFT token you'd be able to see the movie. But what I mean is a lot of people were
0: like, I'm going to buy this piece of art on the internet. And then like a day later, it didn't work anymore because the server that was hosting it was
1: gone. Oh, yeah, in. yeah. NFT yeah. was just a so, URL. So that can be fixed. So uh, NFTs are like a token on a blockchain that reference, they can reference a, a piece of art or a file Snoop on a server. Snoop Dogg selling a bunch or something. So, so depending on where the token on the blockchain is referencing that file, like you can reference the file on Arweave, or ipfs or different like decentralized immutable file systems as well like but there are a bunch of nfts that are referencing like amazon like, so if know, it goes d- down then the nft yeah you see the disaster girl meme no
0: oh yeah yeah so oh, she like, sold it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's just like you know the photo was like mm-hmm. a fire and it was a little girl and she like smiling at the camera she sold it for like 470k yeah was it her photo was it her family's photo
1: do they get the rights to the photo now they could distribute it right did she just take it did someone else take the photo and then she just stole no, no, it but like, it was hers did someone buy the
0: ownership of the photo meaning that they can license it out now to news outlets who want to use
1: it it's a good question i mean there's a copyright chaos that is coming with nfts because <gasps> right. people are are acting like it represents ownership of stuff that they probably don't right. actually own but the thing about nfts is that they can be used for other things. Like they could be used for an insurance product. An NFT is just a non fungible token, right? One which of is it. it's just one of it, as opposed to fungible tokens like Mines tokens, Mines.com slash token, uh, which you know you can create a token and there are many of one. Yeah, and, and they, the they all they're all the, they're interchangeable. So when you oh. think about like financial markets, depending on the type of asset, a, a, a a non fungible might make more sense. So, like the idea in itself does make sense. The
0: craziest thing with uh, with Ethereum, why I think Ethereum is, well, let me let me, let me slow down. Bitcoin is probably going to be worth a ridiculous a ridiculous amount of money because it's digital gold. It's a, or it's a it's a digital asset that can't be copied and it's a way to store value. Ethereum has functions that people don't even realize yet. So, what's interesting? Um, you mentioned mines tokens. There are a lot of social networks, um, you know, we've, we've, uh, been sponsored by PocketNet in the past and they have their own kind of cryptocurrency and they're a decentralized social network. But a lot of these other, uh, I've, I've had conversations with other networks. I'm not going to name them because I don't want to get, you know, get anybody mad or, you know, deride anyone. But I'm like, okay, so you're a social media site and you have a cryptocurrency. What does it do? And they, I, they can't give me an answer. If you, if you produce content on the site, you get access. And I'm like, right, what does a token do? You can trade it for money. Why would anyone want it? How, I, I trade it to someone for what? It's speculation because someone might want to hold it to become, no, okay. I, I don't know what that's all about. Minds, on the other hand, a token is how you buy views. It's how you boost posts, how you buy ads. Right. So the value of a minds token, M-I-N-D-S, is predicated upon the robustness of the minds audience. So if you sell, I don't know, communist pillows and minds has, you know, millions upon millions of users, I would like to get my ridiculous
1: communist pillow in front of these individuals. I need a mines token to be able to purchase that. Yeah. We've been all about grounding it in real tangible value. So, like, actually, in addition to that, when you help stake liquidity into the network, you get passive boosts. So there's this, like, special boost slot on the main news feed on the sidebar that all it does is rotate liquidity providers. So everybody who's in that gets – based on their share of the liquidity pool gets rotation – basically free advertising. So yeah, I mean, it's all about real value.
0: This makes sense. Why would someone want a Minds token? Well, if you would like to buy, if you'd like to boost your content so you can get more followers and build a following, if you would like to get more views in your content, which in turn can help you generate more tokens, you buy the tokens, you boost. It's interesting because I'm looking at like Google ads, for instance. Why would I spend money boosting or promoting content on Google or Facebook? Well, because then we get more audience. And then later on, we get more revenue from ads when we serve content back to people. And that's similar for what what the Mines token does. Ethereum provides the ability for these things to function, for for real exchanges of value, which means out of all the, the, the social networks where you could be producing something and making and, and, and earning, it's like basically YouTube and Mines. There's, cause, Look, there's a bunch of platforms where it's like, oh, you can earn tokens and they're worth something. But I always ask people like, why do the tokens have value? And there's nothing really backing it. That worries me. and makes me feel like it's not worth the investment. But if Mines keeps growing and getting more users, then there's a more likely that advertisers will say, hey, we got a network here of millions of people. And as the technology expands, it's worth holding these tokens. But beyond this, I don't want to just, you know, shout out Mines, mind you, there's, uh, I read this really great article. Where they talked about how ERC20 tokens can be used for self-driving cars. That they can be, uh, they can be used to authenticate certain, uh, um, they can track this th- on a ledger which cars interacted with who, and use cryptocurrencies essentially as a way to map out self-driving vehicles in this massive national or international grid. So your car comes into contact with another car, and there's an exchange, and that helps them decide which way to go left, right, up, down, and then they have a ledger where they can see every single car, and they just use a, a blockchain to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, point being, real, look for real value in the crypto projects that you're you're supporting, and you know, yeah, there are meme projects that are fun and. Dogecoin. Yeah, and that ha- there is value in that. I mean, you, the the amount of energy that's coming into crypto because of Doge, it, like. That's bringing in retail investors that is super important. So it's not black or white, like, if Doge is good or bad. But, like, don't buy Doge on Robinhood. Like, you can never pull out your tokens. And that's just, like, Robinhood... It's just for speculation, isn't it? It's just for speculation. Yeah. But you can get Doge in certain places and get the tokens. Gemini now has Doge. Yeah, I think you can probably pull them off gemini You, can, you definitely can. okay good so, well i don't
0: want to say what uh, <clears throat> on gemini you can buy crypto and then transfer it to your right. wallets i'm right. assuming
1: it's true for doge as well i would
0: assume so too. although how
2: do you set up a doge wallet do you just gotta use like metamask yeah. or Coinbase the ledger or you can get a, a cold storage one and store it on ledger i believe i could be wrong about that yeah metamask i don't know you're know
0: the scariest thing about cryptocurrency is hmm. if you accidentally send your crypto to the wrong address it disappears i know forever. you
1: always do test transactions <laughs> For a large I like, amount I like. I look yeah. back and it forth for like 10 minutes with my. I'm just like. Dude, sweating.
0: <laughs> I count and I say J, J, yeah. N, N, capital X, capital X, one, one. And I'm like, there's so a lot the of money to strand.
2: Lose. I look at the first four letters, <clears throat> alphanumeric, and the last four. And if they're the same, that I but breathe bro, easy that I copied and pasted right. What if, what if the I is actually a one, a, a lowercase
0: L. L? Yeah. You're making me nervous, Tim. What if you're like, that's got to be a. Is that an L or an I? It's funny to think U- that uppercase. I if the last herself.
1: three characters are the same, the chances are almost. Not. I just look at the end. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've not. I've not actually had any 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 problems with this. Yet. Yeah, me neither.
2: Yeah. yeah. Your money's your money. It's up to you to protect it and control it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's removing banks. They from are equation. rolling
1: out this thing called a social um, recovery, where basically, you know, to prevent people losing millions of dollars. So basically, you would be able to pick like five people where if you do lose your device, if a certain level of consensus is met, then you can recover even if you lose your keys. So it's sort of like this. this So it's like giving your, giving your like next door neighbor keys to your house. Yeah. So, but, but giving multiple and they all have to like convene and like agree. Yeah. So it's like your, your closest friends have wallets or whatever. And they can say, we know we, 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 we back up, you know, but they can't like, you know, have mutiny like basically you would have to signal i'm not exactly sure sure that all the mechanics but the, you know i think that that that's a major ux problem in crypto that i think will get solved eventually
2: Word? Yeah. how about we, we oh yeah uh, regarding the mines token yeah. i want to integrate it into i, I don't want to pump mines too much right now but hey you're here and i'm glad i want to talk about it a little bit uh integrate it into the fediverse project because like you were saying the utility yeah, one token is a thousand views on mines but if we extrapolate that to all these new networks where you can interchangeably use the token well so so we were talking about creating an open source
0: uh package that you can install on your wordpress site that gives you a subscription feature so any person could effectively have their own kind of patreon without having to pay an exorbitant fee to you know 10 percent or whatever like people don't realize when you sign up for these subscription services you're giving like 10 or 15 percent of your revenue to this company and you could seriously just get your own WordPress site for dirt cheap. It's not that expensive. But I understand a lot of people are like, how do I set up a subscription thing? Okay, well, we'll make this thing you instantly install, and it just turns your site into a social media page. And then we were talking about incorporating crypto, and there would be a, there would be a big benefit with having it interact with the Minds network simply because there's already users there, which means once we it, assuming we have this up and running and, and in some meaningful time, maybe it'll take forever, maybe it'll be fast. You could be a random person who's like, I'm going to make a website for my content. How do I get the word out for my content? Well, there's already a network that exists. So if this content can integrate and appear on Minds through federated, you know, through the Fediverse, then you instantly on your own website are getting promotion in a network. And then in turn, people can sub- can subscribe to the members only section of your site by using Minds tokens or something like that. And then effect.
2: people could be like, I'll send you a token if you show my ad on your site for a thousand views. That's already just, built it, in, I think, the peer-to-peer stuff. It just
0: means that your site could have display
1: ads that could be functioning
0: on the Minds Boost network, so it's integrated with a crypto token already.
1: But also, just to, just shout out the Fediverse a little bit more and explain to people like the dimensions of it. So the two main dimensions of it that I can see are ActivityPub, which Mastodon uses, and then there's Matrix, which is also federated, which is uh, we actually just launched a, a, a Matrix end-to-end encrypted chat Which can federate with other Matrix nodes. So if you go to chat.minds.com or you can download the Minds chat um, at slash mobile. But it's all these servers that are connecting, enabling communications to not be able to go down. So ActivityPub allows social networks to connect so you can uh, connect from one, post from one to another. Mastodon makes it so that, I I mean, sorry, Matrix protocol enables it so I can message you from on my server or a server that i'm a part of on another server and it can't go down so you so, know yeah i see creators and it's end you know, to end right it's end to end which yeah. means you don't have any of the information no for- that's the thing man we don't want people's private information right. i don't like people having access to people's private messages why why would a company ever want why would that? facebook and twitter want that it's so wow. weird yeah dude they're having wars Face cia book i mean yeah it's
0: yeah it's wild because i wonder. Mm. So I, I have a, uh, I send myself messages on Facebook when I'm like if there's a story or something and I'll just like send it to myself so yeah, that it's there it's easy yeah. yeah yeah and I was looking at it you know a couple of weeks ago and there was like a bunch of yellow boxes and like this post has been removed for a violation of community standards or whatever private and chat to myself oh my god Facebook goes in my messages to myself and removed some stories
2: they're Facebook's messages to Facebook self you were just there to be the, <laughs> the corpus to you yeah. honestly
0: you want something really crazy when I went to Venezuela. I had to flee the country because I got accused of being a spy by the, by, by, Venezuelan Glenn Beck. When I came back, I got a message on Facebook from a friend I hadn't spoken to in like five years. And he was like, yo, what's going on? The FBI just called me. You need to call me back right now. And I was like, what? And I was in, I was in New York. So I called him. No, he doesn't an answer. I call him again. He has an answer. I call him again. He has an answer. So then a couple hours later, he calls me back and he's like, Tim. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, what's up? You called? And I was like, yeah, what happened? You, the FBI called you? And he goes, "What?" Yeah, you messaged me on Facebook, bro. Uh-huh.
3: What are you
0: talking about, dude? I haven't talked to you like five years, and I was like, "Shut up, dude!" And so I took a picture of the Facebook message, and he was like, "Dude, I did not send you that." So I talked to some uh, infosec experts, and they were saying that they thought they think what happened was the Venezuelan government or some actors working with the Venezuelan government injected Facebook so that on my end a message would appear. They wanted me to make a phone call. Mm-hmm. So that their cell towers could pinpoint my location in the country.
2: Wow! But I was
0: in New York.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I left
0: a long time ago, but they thought I was still there. Creepy, right? Dude. Dude, it's crazy stuff. I bet I actually still have that message. Oh! If I, that's I, I behind the I could, scenes content, I bet I can go pull it up. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it for the bonus episode. I'll see if I can pull it up. No joke. It it's happened. Probably True not story. still there. No, I bet it is. You think so? Yeah. Like all my, 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 my messages from my friends on Facebook, they're they're there forever. I'll look into it. Cause it's, it's, I still don't talk to this friend all that often. They're there forever except for when they delete them. Right. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) All right, we're gonna read some super chats. If you haven't already, smash the like button, subscribe to the notification bell, share the, the show with your friends. Take the URL and just paste it across the board. And, uh, it's the best way to help out. And again, you know what we're gonna do? Um, I'm gonna see if I can find this, uh, this, this message where this, yeah, it's, I'm gonna see if I can find it. And we'll have it for the bonus segment coming up around 11 o'clock tonight. So, become a member at timcast.com. We just launched Stripe for memberships. Stripe is amazing. It, it really, really is. Um, I'll tell you, there's a couple of things about Stripe, which is awesome. For one, a lot of people don't like PayPal. Stripe mechanically as a service, I'm really impressed. But more importantly, the, the higher ups at Stripe are on Twitter and I like, I tweet at them and they respond. And so I've had like, yeah, I'm having issues. Like, we got you, buddy. Don't worry about it. I'm like, that is so relieving. Like, cause PayPal is a big, just gigantic, yeah. Behemoth, you know, I think, warsman.
1: um, the, the Collison brothers founded, yeah, stripe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're pretty cool. They, they I, I'm pretty sure they're big fans of Quillette, which oh. I think is an indicator that <laughs> I, you know that you know they're open, yeah. The, and locals yeah. use a stripe,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: I, I, I'm like, yeah, the, yeah, we use stripe for
0: the cash on mines as yeah, well. The fact that yeah. I can just like shoot a tweet at somebody and then like that, that's that's huge. So anyway, that's available now. Timcast.com. You can be- you can become a member using Stripe, and we're gonna have uh, uh we're gonna have a great you know uh, segment coming up. Let's read some super chats. Uh, and again, smash that like button. B Anderson says, I know it's off topic, but please shout out. I started a fundraiser for my cat who broke her leg on GoFundMe. Search
3: know.
0: surgery for fish by Ballard A. Oh, oh man, really? Poor fish. Surgery for fish. I think we're gonna have to make sure that uh this this kitty. Gets all of the help that Kitty expensive. needs. Surgery for fish. Go fund me. There we go. Let's see what we got here. We're going to make sure. Help, Kylo. Um, Wait, oh, uh-oh. <gasps> fish the pup? Is this? I thought you said it was a cat. No, that's a dog. I searched for surgery for fish, but a, but, a, but a dog came up.
3: Let me look up the person. Ballard a person.
0: Surgery for fish. Ballard A. Found it. Kitty needs $3,149. I guarantee you by tonight, this will be completed. You have my word. (laughs) I'm not asking anybody else to make any donations. If you would like to, there is a kitty who broke kitty's leg. I don't know if kitty, I don't want to misgender kitty. So um, we're going to make sure kitty makes it. Yes. Earlier today. uh, So we we got tick medicine for bucko and he's been licking nonstop his (laughs) skin off.
3: He has a bandana.
0: So we gave him a little neckerchief. I put it on him so that he can't, so you know, cute. lick it. I saw him today. We had the uh uh, uh the electricians come out, and I this cat <laughs> walks up right behind the rear tire and then lays down right in front of it. Oh my! And I'm gosh. like, <sighs> <laughs> try to get up, walk out, move the cat, because if the dude gets in the truck and the cat's laying there, it's going to be like a split second. The car's and gonna, in I'm the like,
2: winter. They'll crawl up in the engine mm. to stay warm. That's don't let them out in the winter.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we keep an eye on the kitties. Anyway, um, Ballard A, we will we will uh, make sure that
2: your cat is taken care of. Oh, just shout out to Bucko. There's a very cute picture of Bucko on Lydia's Instagram. There is. Nice
1: with example.
0: his little so- neckerchief.
2: Yep.
3: He is so handsome with his little neckerchief. I had to take a picture of him, and he came and snuggled with me yesterday. He's just my best pal.
0: Haywood says Doge is nothing. I put 15k into Cardano ADA in May of last year. Guess how much I have now. Ooh. What was it May of last year? Like a few Six cents? Six cents. I don't know. That's what a guess. $1.70? $1.70 today? Wow yeah so uh trips you have a lot of money <laughs> all right ryan brown says how much trouble did you have get uh have in getting fit for the blades you have i'm happy to see you tried it didn't know brandon tatum was a blader before oh, yeah. getting the what do, you, what do you mean in uh in getting fit for the blades that i have like getting them to fit i'll tell you one thing it's really annoying how aggressive inline they like just fit terribly it's like wow. just awful what They're is just, that i don't know i'm annoyed by all of them like these things just suck to wear you got some though i got a bunch yeah yeah. yeah.
1: oh nice what's what size are you
0: me uh 10 oh nice all
1: right i'm gonna try and- yeah well uh, no i got like 10 pairs
0: oh, we also great. got some bikes too You want a bmx we i, I, I we gotta get scooters next <laughs> i love scooters. i'm just excited to have all the different disciplines nice. and so one of the one of the things is the ground outside is really bad so it destroys the wheels of of, of rollerblades and skateboarding is really hard to skate on it because it's just like really old asphalt that's broken up and there's pebbles oh. everywhere. Yeah, it's kind of brutal. I guess we could repave. If... It's pff, it'd be a lot of money, yeah. but we might need to. It just take a long time. That's but for bikes, cool. that's I one. Think, I one... think you can do these thin coats,
1: which aren't like a full page Yeah, just like seal it. Yeah.
0: But I'm, I'm excited for the BMX stuff because uh you can ride on it really easily. And then we had Mike uh, Mike Feedy jumped over the Tesla I yes, love that last guy. week. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. That He's cool
2: awesome. dude. He's a cool dude. He's inspired me to get on the bike.
0: All right, as Zaire says, hey, Tim, love the show. I'm currently saving up money to travel around and cover protests, riots, rallies, et cetera. Would you be interested in footage? How can I contact if you would like to work together? Um, Pitches at timcast.com. But I I must warn you, we are just trying as hard as we can to grow and build. And it's like we are bursting at the seams. I wish we could move faster than we could, but we you lose quality control if you just start hiring willy-nilly. So we need administrative help to start the process and I, i'm really worried about the peter principle which What's uh, you, that? that um i think it's the peter principle where people hire people who are lower skilled than them until eventually you hire a bunch of just like really awful people
2: mm.
1: so the the idea is you always want to be hiring people who you think are better than you there's a there's these questions that peter teal speaking of peter that he always asked to people that he's hiring um which one of them is you know what is your most contrarian belief so, but those questions I think are for anyone hiring are, are worth looking up because he knows how to hire people. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That guy's an animal. You want that you, God exists. What about you guys? You
0: want to hire people that are going to be really, really great and be better than you and take over. You want people who, who want to take your job from you huh. for real, not in a cutthroat way in an ambitious, like, but, but make it, 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 it stuff. So, 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 so the job e- is
2: no longer needed. I mean, that's right. the idea is so that we can remove ourselves from the company. It'll keep functioning.
1: Just people who can be independent and, and intuitive. Like, that. that's who I like to hire. I mean, that's why I always love working with Ian because he figures it out. He just yeah. – and, and people who can figure it out without having to be able to told what – without having to be told what to do.
0: Yep, yep. All right. Spencer Henry says, the ATF murdered 86 people in Waco. That is all. That's right. And uh, you want something crazy? My dad's side of the family from Waco. Oh yeah. Samuel Bonin says putting together my game dev portfolio to submit, but wanted to gear something towards Timcast. Would you rather a demo for a ghost haunting game for the new podcast or a news tycoon kind of game? Uh, how are you at first person shooters? Because we have probably one of the most controversial ideas for a game <laughs> that I don't I don't think I've ever publicly t- talked about, but privately everyone's been like, "Oof." But it's yeah, like oh, I like that one. Yeah, we just don't. But uh, uh, we need someone who can do a very simple FPS, it's and uh, it's gonna be controversial. But I imagine the NRA is gonna be like, "We would like to promote this and have this be available." No, actually, they'd probably be like, "Get away from us! You're controversial." Did you ever see the game Super Hot?
2: Yes, yeah, that game's awesome. Kind of makes me think of a game like Super Hot. That like game's that, rad. How you slow time? Have you played like,
0: VR version of it? No. VR super hot I will if you So it's it. like you're standing there And there are these like wireframe dudes And they'll shoot at you And then you literally dodge And the bullet goes like voom Past your head Like time only moves Dude.
2: when you move
0: Yeah It's uh, really So it's, it's like really you'll Ill. see Like a shotgun blast And you'll be like Whoa Trying to like dodge it And you can also I think you can throw stuff at the bullets Yeah And like swat them and stuff it's really so it's cool. like you can deflect it with your guns. It's coming at you and you go, you're like, if you move too fast, it, they move faster the faster you move. Mm-hmm. So you can like doof, swat it. There's also a really fun game, um, for Oculus. It's the, uh, it's, I forgot what it's called. It's like a robot VR game where you're fighting robots and you can like pick them up and throw them. I love that game. Dude, VR is awesome. Down in the skate park where we have the basketball hoop, we also have a VR set with a bunch of those games. So you're like, the, the challenge is if you run to the left too much, you'll go up the vertical. Huh.
1: And so you don't want to do that. Have you considered getting one of the,
0: uh, Strap, straps, yeah. So like you're, hu- your so hu-
1: so you can only go a certain range, like not too far out. Of well, range you
0: can, well, you can draw it so that if you move too far, the whole thing turns red. Mm. But I would like, what I'd love to get is one of those stands where you're strapped in, and then you can actually run in
2: place, jump and duck, and yeah. you're just, like strapped. You have haptic feedback best, yep. where if you get hit, you can oh, feel cool.
1: it, and like the gloves. Do you think it'll get to a point where you're wearing VR like to work during the day? Uh, what do you mean? Like just you know, as opposed to looking at your monitor, just like being in vr
0: i think so yeah especially now Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: uh because of covid people are working remotely so one of the problems with remote working is that we're sitting here looking at these little screens and it's really hard to build a culture and what you need to understand about building culture in the workplace and why i'm not like i don't want to hire anybody remote i want people who want to work here they got they got to be out here because they got to be in the space for one thing you'll be in the vlog and the other thing is we need to just be sitting next to each other so that if someone's like I just got a crazy idea. What if we bought a you know a, a hot air balloon? If you're sitting in your apartment and you're on a Zoom meeting and then the meeting ends and then you go, ooh, hot air balloon anyway, and you go back to eating your Cheetos, it go, the idea goes nowhere. But if you're hanging out in the house and people are bouncing around ideas and they're playing video games, you're sharing all of these ideas and creating an opportunity
2: to just write things down and, and plan for stuff, the more the merrier, you know? Dude, to a certain point, if we could throw in contacts and then be doing this, but all of a sudden we're on a stage, a virtual stage, and we can see everyone on Super Chat in the audience. And they're and, throwing stuff at us. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and they're throwing tomatoes. <laughs> but the problem is, if you're going to take a video of us, well, how would we see them? They'd have to have video cameras imagine, on them that sort of
0: thing. So imagine what, what, what I want to get at is this Imagine if you have a table at home and you put on your vr headset and then you can see your co sitting in front of you yeah and then you interact as if you. there are some, in there.
1: some shared spaces that are getting set up like that yeah. now it's yeah. just and about cool.
2: contacts instead of vr helmets so you can but, see the face yeah
1: you just need both like i, I could see going in but then you want to be out
2: you dude have you ever spent long periods of time in vr long no. periods like i've seen videos of people that have been in for days and days and days just as an you
1: experiment. see the chimps
2: when they put them in vr a little bit. I want to watch it again. Yeah. Oh,
1: let's. uh let, We got to talk about the mind, the chimp mind pong with Neuralink before we go. Right on, right on. Yeah. All right, let's we get too much after in the after show. Go deep.
0: All right, we got Spenit Game says Tim. Here's to making culture. Check out my board game Cinder Shire on Kickstarter. It's a four player procedural dungeon exploring game. Please check it out.
2: Will do. Must be Hero Quest.
0: Kyle Miller says Tim, have you heard anything about a possible gas shortage this summer? Um Nothing real. Nothing in the news. I have seen that gas is up 22% and people are really scared that there's going to be a gas shortage. But not enough to where I'd ever say anything. Leg- like, it, I don't know. I will say, I bought an electric car. That's right. We made a video called Jumping the Tesla. Why? I bought a Tesla. Why? Because I'm like, I don't want to be relying on gasoline. Especially when you got like Greta Thunberg and AOC being like banned gasoline. I'm like, eh, these people have political power and you know, I don't know where we're going to be in 10 years. So, uh, Plus, I got to be honest. I like the idea of electric. You, you're not you're not really going to go on a road trip with an electric car. You can because the Tesla superchargers. You can like there's but, a network. Yeah, but go, yeah. and and they're everywhere. They're seriously yeah. the chargers are everywhere. Like no joke. There's, I think there's more chargers than gas stations. Yeah. So you, you, you'd be surprised. Maybe it's not true, but you look at the map and it's like just red dots everywhere. The issue is it does take like 20 minutes to charge up to 80. percent. And so at a gas station you pull up there for a few minutes you, you fill up the tank you're good to go. Yeah, you plug it in, you go inside, you sit down, you kick your feet, you look at your watch, you check your phone. Shopping.
1: It's not
0: that yeah. bad. Twenty's okay. It's not bad. Yeah. It's it's worth it I think too, because it's like ridiculously cheap. It's, it's like, gotta fill up the tank. Oh, that was thirty cents. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah.
2: But Power- I don't want to be
0: relying on gasoline, man. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. Trash It says, Ian, you're on fire today. Thanks, I Lord. agree. A very, there are very strange things going on behind the scenes. What are your thoughts? Uh The World Economic Forum has a page called The Great Reset.
2: I think I, it's behind the scenes, which is the like, most terrifying thing.
0: I can't see it. The proprietary well, stuff drive me nuts. The behind-the-scenes stuff that I was talking about is like: Has anyone actually gone to a farm and asked them, "Is, is there anything going on?"
2: They're like, what we, are you? We, we, we these didn't animals. do this. Oh, we yeah. turn
0: on CNN, we turn on Fox News, and then we argue about the culture war. It's like we went to go buy some like farm fresh meats, and then heard from the farmers about what they're dealing with from the federal government. I'm like, wow, why is, is, is like is there news about that?
2: Nobody cares. Yeah, there may be a million sources of news, but there really isn't that much news. Like today, we were like, what happened today? Yeah. Ooh, nothing. No, there's a lot of news. It's just that we're hyper-focused on politics and culture. But what's the news? Like Cardi B's birthday? It's like news if, about if people actually, and what they did. If
1: you actually spent 10 minutes to find an amazing, beautiful story that happened today, you could do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's but that. is there yeah, it's ever news that's about not about people?
3: Yes, I but, found an article. I'll tell you about it after the oh, show. Oh, cool. Yes.
0: All right, Ken Duncan says... You had better call Crowder and tell him you are finally getting it. I'm also wondering what your your favorite gun you own. I have a hell of a time myself. I think for me, it's whichever I shot last. I'm going to say it's definitely the Lever Action 357 Magnum. Man, that is just so much fun. Is Crowder
1: offended that you took so long to get his gun? I talked to him about it, and I
0: was like, you know, he asked me what was up, and I was like, bro, I can't drive 70 miles to get this. Because I work in the morning. And then I've got like two hours after my first shift where I do my shows and then IRL. And I'm like, it's not enough time to get there and back. Plus, I was on a delay list at the time for for Nick's. So I've gone up there, filled out the form, driven back, waited five days, gone back, no, picked it up. A, yeah, I couldn't a huge
1: do it. My dad was trying to get a, a permit in Connecticut, and it was just like – it took years wow. of, of, of going back and forth, Sheriff. Like It's mm-hmm. insane. But let me, let me just say –
0: uh, we, I, we, there's a, there's a, a range, a local range, and we were running drills with, uh, with our good friend from Phoenix Ammunition. And I was like, I don't know, I'm not like, you know, super good. These guys were really good. I mean, the dude from Phoenix would like, never miss. And everyone there was like, looking at the guy like, wow, this guy's really good. But, uh, I just, I had a 410, uh, uh, a 410 lever action. And it's just so fun running and just cranking it and cranking it. And we were, we were, uh, I was using 410 slugs. So, uh, whole lot of fun but the yeah. 357 magnum lever action i just love lever action guns they're just so much fun that was my childhood toy gun yeah right good lever it's like lever it's like action. it's like you know front oh, it's easy to but use. uh it's it's yeah so i've uh i've got a, i've got a ridiculous amount of guns at this point and you know uh i think i think it's a, a mil spec uh, 308 ar15 yeah it's fun but it's like you know whatever the m1a that one's a whole lot of fun yeah m one a's a lot of fun yeah. Good, 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 good fun. Good fun. All right. Let's see. Mr. Brownstun says malice shouted you out with Dave Smith on your welcome today and was so elated with your abolish the police message being heard by your large audience. I believe he's, he's uh, tinkled his sheath skivvies with a bit of joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw someone tweeting about it, but, I, but my, my response is partially rooted in Michael's argument. He made a good point in the show when he said, that he in New York should have the right to defend himself, but the cops won't allow him to bear arms even the constitution, constitution says he could. And I absolutely agree with his assessment. However, I don't believe that at the core of our ideological, you know, our, our worldviews, they're, they're identical. My position is I still actually think we need police. The problem right now is the police are effectively a sorting algorithm to put moderates and conservatives in prison and let the far left go. So the cops are going to be neutral arbiters of the law and the DA makes sure that the far left is cut loose and the conservatives and the moderates are locked up. So you look at what the FBI did today with raiding this woman's home, which is the wrong woman, but they can't find uh, some Antifa guy who burned a building. They, they Nope, can't do it. So what'll happen is these cops are like, I'm being good. I'm going to arrest both of you. And then the Proud Boys are the ones who end up in prison. So look, I think at this point you've got people based on a tribe that are willing to support a system which is funneling them into defeat. And if conservatives are about personal responsibility, they don't live in large, you know, urban Democrat districts, then we should get back to owning guns and just tell people, take care of yourself. Life is not, you know, candy canes and rainbows. And you should, you should, you know, respect the Second Amendment, keep and bear arms. All right. Tina Collette says, on the Trump nightmare... Someone is selling a Trump shower curtain. I want to buy one and sneak it into my TDS-ridden sister's bath next yes. time I visit. At fifty-eight years old, I am still of the very bratty little sister. That would
1: be amazing
0: just to film her reaction of "no." Nah! <laughs> <laughs> I Trump like the like, shower
1: curtain. Fifty, sixty-year-olds are now like understanding culture. Like it used to. Like you know, our grandparents didn't really. Yeah, it. but now it's like older people Internet can have so fun great. yeah i'm
2: 42 and but i feel like a kid i feel like i'm 16 you i look still like,
1: like a video kid, games
0: dude. and i want to play all the time you're that's an so old man for some, some reason i don't know what you did but your camera just changed colors
3: yeah you're orange now Sorry. i'm hot, hot. Mm-hmm. yes <laughs> call me back <laughs> Why is it doing that? i don't know oh, no. he left and came back and i don't know it's weird
0: all right drop forge survival says as one of the larger prepper channels on youtube prep uh prepping saved my family and from what i've been told by several others with the uh with the videos we've created, food, water supplies, and financial and finances, because you never know. Be well, Tim and team. Hey, appreciate it. Absolutely, Joe Masinik says Timcast. In my tinfoil hat, gorilla shirt. Uh, in my tinfoil hat, gorilla shirt with my wife in her diamond hand shirt. Have you guys heard of Stellar Lumens? I want to hear a non-expert opinion of their token. By the way, the super chat will be worthless tomorrow. Uh, I hope not. Worthless. Yeah, right. Oh
1: worth less. Not worthless. Worth less tomorrow. That's true.
2: Uh what do you think about Lumens?
1: Um what I'm is pretty it? sure that Mullen Wegg the creator of WordPress is involved with them and they're it it it's a little bit more faster transactions. I don't know a ton about the blockchain though, but it's 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 a smart contract platform which is similar to it's sort of similar to ethereum but like faster in certain senses but also more centralized it's not unc 20 no no all right tyrell huddle says i am quote some guy in
0: nebraska that i've heard tim mention a few times before thanks for the shout out just want to let you know i am out here and i am everything you think i am keep doing what you are i watch every show hey really appreciate it man you see that family guy joke where Stewie's like it's a, it's a he, he, Stewie says it's like the time I was in Nebraska, and then he's like sitting at a table with a bunch of guys, and he's like, so you know, uh, the president did this or something, and they're like, nah, nah, nah. so I heard the celebrity did something, and they're like, nah, nah, nah. how's corn doing? Oh, corn, corn, oh yeah, yeah, corn's great. And they're all like excited and talking about corn. Wow, that's
2: Nebraska. Yeah, corn so I'm, I'm sure that's exactly what you guys are, uh, are like. You really get a new appreciation for corn when you see it growing in the fields and the wind is whipping through it because it mm-hmm. looks like silk. it's mm. cool. I can imagine you running through a cornfield, area. oh my gosh, you're speaking my love language <laughs>
0: <laughs> Eric Miller says, Imagine being in a meeting and people are discussing how to run your life, but you can't say anything. They could destroy everything you love, how much money how much money would you pay to speak out? Well, free speech costs you nothing but your voice. Yep. You know, so i was talk i was uh, out, out to eat with some family, and I was talking to uh it was uh, it was one of my some of my cousins and their kids. And we were talking. They were mentioning how their kids—they're, you know, fourteen-year-old girl doesn't care about news at all. You'll never convince her politics is important. And I was like, oh, I can't easily. And they were like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, no, you can't. It's dumb. And I was like, think about it this way: is there someone in your school that you really hate? She's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Imagine she makes the rules about how you get to live and what you have to wear. And she was like, what? I was like, imagine you go to school and she tells you what to wear. Would you want to be talking about why? Yes. And I'm like, that's politics. So when you get older. Now these other people are telling you how you got to live your life and, pay and spend your money, and you're like, "Who are you?" So it's not so much that you don't like news and politics; it's that you care about what's in your life and affecting your life.
2: And when often, you're a little, little pe- kid, you don't care about the president. People can't stand these boring people talking about politics on CNN. They <laughs> deliver it so blandly and like yawn. What is the root of, of the word politics?
1: What is it? What does it go people. back to? What's uh, yeah, Poli? Polis, the polis, the
3: police, the people, metropolitan that's from the latin right but i'm hmm. yeah yeah so it's supposed to be a voice of the, the poles
0: uh. it was it was stripper poles
3: <laughs> <laughs> and the <laughs> oh, people yeah, yeah.
0: people would all grab, gather around it and then while watching the beautiful women do their thing they would <laughs> discuss they would they would be discussing like around the water cooler the way things should be pole that
3: picture of the philosophers <laughs> yeah. in greece yes yeah, that was yeah. nathan was
0: o'connell said ian the band on the on the titanic saw their death and faced it like gentlemen hmm. but they still died remember mm-hmm. and not everyone did on that boat yeah. Not Rose. You know, man. Hey, here we go. Excess dude, if you need a barn, drive up to PA and hire the Amish. They're not f- uh they're not far and they're good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um so we're trying to so you guys if you've seen the vlog, we have the the steel pole barn where we have like the venue in it and we need some upgrades. And I've called a bunch of people and they just, you know, ghost us. We've we've had people come out and they're like, man, I can't do what you're looking for. It's I I I I I don't want anyone to think it's political. It's literally like either we want to build a building and they're like, we'll get back to you, and then they don't, or they say things like, we're a local company, we can't build what you want. You know, you guys want too much of us. We we can't do that. We can't handle that. Or the cost has gotten too high. Or are there different materials you could use? I mean, we just want to use steel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So right now it's a lot of wood, and wood is what's the right word? Volumous takes up a lot of space. If we had stronger materials,
2: we could have way more space, and it'd be a lot cleaner and better. We could build geodesic domes. We lose a lot of vertical space, a horizontal space as you go higher because it curves in, but they're yeah. cheap and really stable, and we could maybe dig we down just, also. Maybe
0: we just get rid of the barn and put one gigantic dome
2: over it. I'm into it. Hey, I did some research on, on the history of the word politic. <clears throat> uh, polis meant city in ancient Greek, and then mm. polites was citizen. So ultimately that's where it is. Yeah,
0: Josh says, have you ever thought about creating an ERC-20 token, a TimCast IRL coin, based on a smart contract to allow your viewers limited rights to support and vote for content? You could create a staking system and apply for it to be added on exchanges. It just seems
1: like a whole lot of issues with the SEC I don't want to deal with. I don't know. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort. But, yeah, if, if, if there's real value there.
0: Jay Otterson says, I staked my ETH, and it's just growing as I watch. You can do that right now? Do what? Stake your Ethereum? Yeah. And then it would just start growing? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. How do I do that? On Coinbase. Really? We, or you can either go to like a, a truly decentralized staking Is core. there any risk to losing it or anything? You have to get on... There's a wait list on Coinbase. No, oh. there's no risk. But actually, when you stake ETH on Coinbase... So you earn like 6% a year on top. But you won't be able to pull it out until ETH 2 fully oh, launches. Oh interesting. So it's like your stake. What, what is what is ETH too it's still going to be the same Ethereum, right? Still the same Ethereum, but it's proof of stake like I was talking about. Right, So, right, so right. it's not all these you know electricity burning mining rigs all over the world. It's um yeah. And it's and they're doing sharding so that there can be more transaction throughput and there'll be the gas prices will be lower. Yep. Tyler for her page says ladies,
0: find yourself someone that loves you like Bill Otman loves Bitcoin. <laughs> There you well, go. I'll take it. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Zach Wilkerson says M two money supply went up six trillion in twenty twenty. Divide that by three sixty five and you get sixteen point four billion dollars created per day. How much did Dogecoin create per day? Fourteen million.
1: It I don't remember what the number was, but it's So what you're saying many. is
0: that Dogecoin is a is a more sound currency than the US dollar? You're saying Doge to the moon. There, there are s- <laughs>
1: everyone should buy it. Winklevoss just just posted something like that. He, oh, he, really? He, he was, Everybody he, buy he it? He was no, he was just saying that it, it, you know, compared to the dollar, it is more sound in certain ways. Yep.
0: All right. Stairs in a space. Gaming says, check out Coin Bureau and his analysis of the tokenomics of Doge. Not financial advice. All right. CNS, he says, Tim, I don't know why, but I can't log into the site on, uh, only on my Android though. Love the show. You should get attorney Tom on from TikTok. So I guess there was some issue on the site where there was like a caching error of some sort. If you can clear your cookies or whatever, it should be better. Um, we're, 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 I'll just keep, keep it simple. We created a very simple WordPress site. We're like, here, we'll put bonus content for people. And then so many people signed up. I was like, okay, we, we, we need to upgrade the site to handle this, this level of you know, traffic. And then we did that. And then more people signed up. And I was like, we have an opportunity to actually create a network and, and start doing a bunch of unique content. And this kind of site we're building can't accommodate that. So we are need to bring in the big guns. And so we got like a really big company now who is stepping in and, and, and we're, we're expediting the construction of a site that should allow us to make shows. Everyone, be short patient. Yeah.
1: Developing websites takes a lot of labor, a lot of love. It's yep. all about patience. So it always you takes know, three times longer than you think. And I think yeah. in five years we're going to have some kind of Netflix.
0: It's gonna we're going to have a bunch of our own original content: short films, movies, documentaries, and it is going to be totally independent. I'm so ready to make movies. You know, what's funny mm. is when I've had a lot of people come out here. So a lot of uh, a lot of you know prominent personalities who are signed to networks, and they're like, "So do you have like investors like to help you?" No. Nope. You don't have any of it? No, no investors. How did you do all this? So I just slowly built it up over time. Wow. No, 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 no. Totally independent.
2: 100%. Nobody gave us any money. None. Zero overhead. 21st century business on YouTube. Incredible. That's you, zero Google overhead is YouTube.
0: absolutely untrue, Ian. Well, not zero. But <laughs> it's negligible <right>. overhead. <laughs> no, it's not. Your overhead was <laughs> like your rent.
2: Yeah, when I first started. Yeah, and you were making... You a can lot, make tens of thousands of dollars a month with no, like no oversight like and no then, overhead. And then when
0: you start getting to, the, to to the point where you're running a business and hiring people, yeah. overhead becomes
1: exorbitant. Yeah. But you, I think, took it to the like as far as you could, totally solo. And and that I think that was in your benefit. Am I the that only one? Uh, no, not the only. Rogan mm-hmm. kind of did it. He had Jamie he was paying, and he has a, cr- a crew.
2: That's that he true. Pays. But he's, he's been doing a lot of stuff for a long time, and he's worked a lot of different companies. He was companies. already very wealthy when he went into it, yeah. That's true, though.
0: That's true, though. You know, he he started his own thing. Yeah, absolutely. He didn't need people to fund him. So I worked for Disney, left, and then I had some money. I was able to start things and not worry about it. But no, no investor is... Nobody, uh, Phil DeFranco, launches. same. I don't know if he took on investors
2: yeah. eventually. He he started out as just some dude in his dorm room, basically.
0: Yeah. What's up with that guy? I've I've, I've actually amazing. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a long time. No, I've been hearing he bad things. Come up, really? Yeah. On
1: Philly on the Algos, he doesn't come up as much as well. He did. I,
0: I remember on the Covington thing, he posted a video that took the side of the establishment, which was the which was untrue, and there were a couple other things I guess that happened. But I don't know. I, I don't really watch him anymore. No, not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I've just been seeing comments on Twitter. Maybe they're not, maybe they're not representative. Uh, YouTube flashed me one of
2: his about Jake Paul, I think, in, on the last. It week. is
0: it is really crazy to like for me to look at these other YouTubers who have been around for a lot longer than me, and I get five ten times as many views as they do.
2: Stuff happens, not on one single video, but just like in terms of the work that we're producing. Yeah, quality speaks volumes now, whereas back in the day it was whatever they shoveled into your mouth in like 1975 because ABC ran the airways basically. Now the high quality stuff gets caught, especially when you encourage people to share it and they share it. That's Massive, Like, if you, if you really inspire someone
1: to share it, that means a lot of people are getting inspired to share it. It's funny that even, like, Comedy Central now and others, you know, they're basically producing in their houses. So it's like they, they had the big production studios, all the mainstream outlets, but now with COVID, they're all home it's just funny to see the mainstream producing out of their houses so it's like with like low quality with too. low quality like they don't know how yeah. to run a studio they're just a the uh, face yeah. you realize
2: like tim actually understands the tech behind it dude it's so like me and you neither of us were technicians when we were starting mines we had like super low budget we had webcams and stuff mm. thank god tim's like a technologist got a you know what cameras to get the black magic car the switcher all the the lights the leds all we had to get was this stuff and you know interesting people too. help <laughs> uh,
3: yeah
2: navasa says the next
0: bitcoin having is slated for march 2025 interesting there was a super chat i just saw it and it's gone so i'm bummed i don't know where it went that's a bummer oh well what did it say um i didn't get a chance to see it but i wanted to read it And i don't want to say it unless i can find it but i can't find it because there's too many super chats because people love us too much huh. which is really great
2: you guys that's are probably. amazing
0: Connor O'Brien says, "Bill, uh, thoughts on the Solana blockchain?
1: They also handle more throughput. There's this app called uh, Audius, which is like a blockchain sort of Spotify app that's using it. And I, I, I like Ethereum. I think I think Ethereum is gonna is gonna make it in the long run. You know, migrating to different blockchains is just. It's all about network effects, and I just." I don't know. I, I, I think it's a cool project and there's cool people working on it and really smart people and they're solving some problems, but I don't know. I'm not really trying to endorse or not endorse different tokens. When, when we were starting the Minds token and conceptualizing it still, I, I kept pushing, like, we should start our own blockchain.
2: I brought it up a few times and right, right. people were basically like, nah, Mark didn't really think it was a good no, idea. Are you, you glad? Think
1: that- about how much energy it takes to get peop- you know, tens of thousands of people all over the world running nodes. Like that cannot be underestimated. Think about how much energy it takes to get hundreds. Ethereum has hundreds of thousands of developers and like tens of millions of you like that. It's not to say that you just go with where all the people are, but like there's a reason that it's generating those network effects. But like, I think that there, I'm not a maximalist. I I think that different blockchains will be suited for different purposes. And also other times you don't want a blockchain because blockchains don't solve every problem. I won't swear. <laughs> it's just everybody's like blockchain consulting, yeah, yeah. right? I, I yeah. remember talking to
0: one guy and he was like, Have you considered like doing a blockchain website? And I was like, What? What does like, that you, mean? Your business yeah. should do blockchain. And I was like, Do you know what words are? <laughs> I was like, I think you saw something on a story
1: somewhere and now you're just throwing the word blockchain at me because I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's the most dangerous thing in the blockchain space. Just put the word blockchain. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's nasty. All right,
0: Heather Bailey says, How about a Four Lights Gorilla t shirt? Love all my others. I'm an artist and have a great design in mind. Also, I love you, Tim. But could you please stop calling me a feckless loser? Thanks. Well, is it because you're a cop or what? <laughs> or a politician? Um, the next shirt we're going to be doing, hopefully, is going to be the same as the Diamond Hands Gorilla, but it's a Shiba Inu head. And it says to the moon. And it's holding the money and a cigar. So it's not going to explicitly say no. It's just, it's yeah, the, yeah. You just know, say to the moon. And I hope we can have that tomorrow. All right. Cause I'd love to get that shirt before Elon goes on. Oh, yeah. And just, Did you yeah. get
1: the free the Code shirt yet? No, no, come we on, need
0: something dude. like that. I'll, I'll print one. I'll print one on my website.
3: There
0: you go. Nombat says, love love all of you. TNG is best, but SG1 is amazing. Also, Ian is my avatar. All right. Really? <laughs> then you have magic, too. There you go. All right, come on. Where's that, where's that one Super Chat I really liked? It's I lost. was scrolling. I scrolled too fast, then it was gone. Darn it. I was going to make fun of somebody from Nebraska, but it's gone. Right? <laughs> oh, well, I can't do anything about it.
1: Oh. Lydia, do you love crypto yet after this?
3: Uh, so much. <laughs> I do feel like I've learned a lot. I
1: sent you that ETH seed a you few did. months ago.
3: And I still have that little seedling of Ethereum yeah. that I kind of want to add to my little crypto collection now. So... We'll see what happens.
1: All right. Well. Well. Here's
0: one Nebraskan. Rain. Oh. Rainforest says Nebraskan here. Trust me, you won't enjoy running through a <laughs> cornfield. The corn rash is real. Ooh. Oh. I don't know. I watched all those movies where they're like running through the
1: mm-hmm. cornfield yeah. and they're must, being chased by must aliens be true or whatever. If you saw it in a yeah. movie. Well, it depends on what is sprayed on the corn. I would Ew. imagine too. True. Yeah. That could be glyphosate. Nasty, yeah. mm-hmm. Yuck. But hovering. Oh,
0: over. oh, oh, uh, oh! Come on! Did it just jump on me again? Yeah, I just. Saw oh, it here jump. we go. Brown coat says politics. So we, we have an explanation of where politics come from. Oh. Politics comes from poly, meaning city or people, uh-huh. and ticks, meaning evil blood sucking <laughs> parasites.
3: <laughs> <paradise>. Perfect.
0: <laughs> politics. Nailed That's it. right.
3: Nailed
0: it. All right. Sunny James says people don't understand there is pretty much zero to no, uh, no, no vetting of these government contract uh, contracted security security agencies like Palantir Palantir, Evolve, etc. It's a rubbing elbows with connected game. Drones missed their targets killing civilians in Afghanistan up to 90%. Wow. Yikes. Wow. Osori says Ian got trumpized. You're bound <laughs> to get banned from social media now. Indeed. Oh. I don't think Ian's been trying Tomato oh, Ian. I like Trump.
3: Yeah, Bill can't see it, but...
0: Socratic Disciple says, politics, poly, meaning many, and ticks, miserable parasites. <laughs> Tim, you mentioned crypto bots yesterday. Does anybody there recommend one in particular? My doggo crypto doubled from 44 to 89. Love the show, the show grand. Uh I don't know about any of these programs. I just remember, I just know that they exist. I so had a friend that saying.
2: built one one time. The algorithm that yeah. auto trades? He like built a computer program that did yeah. it for him for a while. And he's like, look, I'm getting 1%. Yep.
0: It just sells when it's high and buys when it's low, and it just automatically does it. All right, we'll do one more just to trigger uh, uh, Bill here. Patrick Glass says Cardano will flip Ethereum.
1: Okay, <laughs> um, there it is. So look, I mean, Cardano is a is a proof of stake blockchain that is similar. You know, they're rolling out smart contracts. More power to them. Uh, I, I hope that products get built. Um, what you know, in terms from a developer experience ethereum is just great to build on there's so many developers working on it there's so many tools and you know i don't know it's cool. such, yeah all right uh
0: justin Moses, any word on the ian alligator shirt i think we can have that one up tomorrow as well but i thought i think i think that was gonna be a mug actually Ooh. i'm open to all avenues yeah i think that was it's a really good mug because it's a it's a it's a, it's a square comic image perfect
2: yeah but we'll see. It goes great on a shirt. It goes great on your eggs when you're in the morning. Yeah, whatever. Go, That's yeah. Right.
0: Get a hat. <laughs> Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, smash that like button if you have not done so already. Go to TimCast.com. Become a member because now you can sign up using Stripe, and it's really fast and really easy. It's amazing. You just click it, and then a box appears, and it's like putting your info, and you do, and then boom, you're a member. It's fantastic. And we're going to have a really great segment coming up. I'm going to see if I can track down this message where I think the, uh, I think the Venezuelan government was trying to hack Facebook to try and, you know, figure out my location and then we'll just talk about whatever. I don't know. Uh, but go to timcast.com, check it out. You can follow our show on Instagram at timcastirl and on Facebook, Facebook.com slash timcastirl where you can share our videos so that other people get exposed to the show and then we can drive everybody to our website instead, which will, uh, you know, help just grow an independent website, I suppose. And don't forget to follow us on Mines. Look ah, at Bill
2: right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to. I think Mines is a thing where the YouTube auto posts to Minds, but IRL is not auto posting right now. Oh. We should we just should.
0: just Timcast yeah. and Timcast. Yeah, 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 we, we got fancy the IRL experience. Yes. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll no, div-
1: look, diversify your presence. That's what it's all about. It's not. It's, I hate well, pitching. It's it's not about us. It's about creating a network of networks. But mines auto auto. Uh, uh, yeah, you, Back, can sync, yeah you can sync your YouTube, and it'll auto-post everything, every every every, every every new video. Cool. Find me at Ottman, O-T-T-M-A-N, on Minds, Minds.com, slash mobile. Get the new Minds chat app, end-to-end encryption, rooms, file sharing, Fediverse. Check it out. Oh, and you can follow me at iancrossland.net.
2: Check out all my social medias from there at iancrossland, including Minds. So you'll see it at the top in the middle with the light bulb, which is a great – uh great insignia by the way thank you
3: very cool and you can follow me on twitter at Sourpatch lids as i f- try to figure out what's going on with uh, cryptocurrency
0: we will see you all over at timcast.com in the exclusive bonus segment thanks for hanging out we'll see you then
3: bye guys
2: okay round two name something that's not boring
1: a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire
0: huh <sighs>